Okay. All right. Ah. Oh. Ooh. All right, everybody. It's the best show. What's going on tonight? My name is Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of the best show. How's it sound out there, Mike? Good? Good. I love it. Mike likes it. Mike likes it. I like it. And tonight, boy, do we have an exciting best show for you. We've got my friend, radio host slash superstar, Gail Bennington, will be in studio later. The topic is phoning it in. What are the examples you can think of of people who phoned it in? I want to hear your examples. You call 201 3 We've got surprises all night long. It's going to be that kind of show. So sit back, relax, get ready for a little... What do you do? Hey, everybody, sit back, relax, load that vape, like, load that, uh, get those big pot balloons going. What do they call those balloons? Pot balloons, you know what I mean? Everybody sit back, relax. Get those edibles out. Get out your Kit Kat bar that looks kind of like a Kit Kat bar, but it's got a pot-themed name, and it's in a glad bag. Eat it. Load up your vape uh, uh, thing, your humidifier. Are they dehumidifiers? What are they? Not vape pens. What? Mike's... I'm done with Mike. So sit back. As I said, sit back. Relax. Get out those edibles. Chow down on some... Are there edibles like... You know, there's like... It's always desserts. Is there like... Do people eat like pot... Like meatloaf, right? There are, look, I, people do anything. I gotta say, the answer is yes, because someone's doing some everything out there. There's at least one person out there being like, "Wait till everybody has the meatloaf. This chicken fried steak's gonna get everybody." Uh, did you try the chicken fried steak yet? Uh, I think it's a little different than the usual chicken fried steak. I'm not a big fan of chicken fried steak. I think you might want to try it. It's that time. Here we go. The best show begins now. Wrong. There it is. Shows about to begin. 
Yeah, it's the best show. Best show. Three hours of mirth, music, and mayhem. Brought to you each and every Tuesday night. My name's Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of the best show. Welcome to the best show. I hope you're having a grand evening. And this fine May evening. I say I said evening already. I lost the... Well, I lost the high ground on that one pretty fast. On this fine... Midsummer? No, it's not midsummer. When summer start? June? Mid-June. On this late spring eve. Bad sign already. I'm already wet. Soaking wet from sweat. It's going to be a rough summer, man. Gonna do this. I might just get a headband. I might go like that dude in Loverboy. Remember that dude? The band Loverboy? That was a headband pioneer, that guy. Who started the headband in rock? Tennis guys wore headbands. Now, Mike, if you... I said who started it in rock. I didn't say who started it in tennis. It would be Bjorn Borg or some... Somebody like that. Did Mike Reno from Loverboy pioneer the headband? In rock? I wonder. Springsteen seems like... Springsteen seems like he's tying like an oily rag around his head. You know what I mean? Seems like he just fixed the transmission and then he decided to tie his uh, grease rag around his head. Because he's going to go play guitar. Some oily rag. I wonder, uh... Yeah. I'm going to say Mike Reno of Loverboy. You, sir, are the... The Alexander Graham Bell of headphones, headbands in rock. Wait, Alan Vega. That's right. Alan Vega. You, sir, from Suicide. I want to look at a nice... Al, I'm going to type in Alan Vega, 1977, and see if he's wearing a headband in any of these photos. Because that would knock Mike Reno right out of the mix. Well, I mean, look. Suicide, the band Suicide certainly were pioneers in sunglasses. Those Marty Rev sunglasses, man. Holy guacamole. I've been to movie screens that were smaller than... Yeah, Alan Vega. He's got that headband, man. Hold on one second. Yes, Alan Vega, you, sir, invented the headband in rock. Mike Reno took your style at some point. Speaking of style, what did we just hear? We heard Islands. Oh, my God. Islands. It's a great band, Islands. Released two albums a week or so ago. Two 
on the same day. Use your illusion style. Remember when Guns N' Roses put two albums out on the same day? It's like they knew it was going to be over soon. So they're just like, yeah, we better move some product. Use your illusion one and two. But No Islands put out two albums. One is called Taste. And the other is called Should I Remain Here at Sea? And they're both great. And they're both on the Monkey. I'm going to sing the Monkey label. And the song we heard was from uh, Should I Remain Here at Sea called Back to It. They're so great. I listened to, I've been listening to these albums for months. I love them so much. I saw them on Sunday in Philadelphia. What a great show. If you're, if they're coming to your city, man, see it. See it! Do not pass up a chance to see Islands live. That's some pro stuff, man. They're laying that down hard. Nobody can touch what they're doing. Look at these clowns. These half-wits. They can't touch it. I get it, man. I get when I see the Islands up there doing it. Like, yeah. A game uh, recognizes a game. Speaking of a game, what is the score of uh, the basketball game? I'll tell you, man. If the Thunder don't win this game, I'm going to... I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry a a river of tears. Who did we hear before that? Well, that's right. Shannon and the Clams. Great band. The album's called Dreams in the Rat House. One of my favorite albums of the last few years. And the song was Ozma. And that's on the Hardly Art label. Would you go to hardlyart.com and get more... uh, about that, you can't mess with Shannon and the Clams. That's a real deal, Jack. Boy, do we have a, a great show for you tonight. We have, uh... Wait, Jimi Hendrix wore it. No, Mike. Pat, well, I can't hear Pat because you're too busy running your mouth. Oh, like. Mike's like a white noise machine. Pat's like three feet past him, but Mike just eliminates all sound from Pat. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix, you are the Alexander Graham Bell of the rock bandana. Although that was like a... Was that a... I'm talking about... This is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about straight up sweatband. Like, like I'm going to sweat a whole lot. And I might need to wear this thing because I don't want my uh, microphone to short out from all the sweat pouring off my face. Mark Knopfler was an early headband guy. Yeah, Springsteen's bandana. Jimi Hendrix looks like he's tying like a like a uh, a shirt sleeve around his head. That's not a, that was not a straight up sweatband. I want to know. Yes, yeah, a scarf. I want to know, we're talking Mike Reno slash Ben Gibbard style. He wears wristbands. Ben Gibbard does not wear a headband. That I wouldn't, I would want to see that and not want to see it at the same time if he started sporting a headband on stage. Because the headband made a, a, a definite uh, return in, in basketball. 
guys just started wearing headbands all of a sudden, like LeBron James. Remember when he wore headbands, Mike? You don't know. Mike likes football. Football. And baseball. Baseball. Can you imagine sitting watching a baseball game? What a boring sport. It's a snooze and a half, man. These baseball games couldn't pay me. Oh, no. I like the designated hitter. Well, I don't. Who cares? It's four and a half hours long. You better be blitzed in the stands, man. You better be bombed on whatever that trash they sell. That water den. What do they sell at Shea Stadium? Not Shea Stadium. What's the what's the Mets stadium now, Mike? What is it? City Field. And what kind of beer do they sell? Strohs. Bud. Could you imagine? Yeah, I'd like uh, uh, I'd like a Budweiser, please. Yeah, that's twelve dollars. Wait, no, I didn't say a gallon of Budweiser. I just want a cup filled with it. No, that's twelve dollars. Yeah, it's called America. Budweiser is calling, like on the can, I guess it says, but it says America now. That makes, makes me want to leave America. Like, that's actually the worst indictment of America. That the beer's called America. You know what? There's a lot of badness and sadness and madness in the world. But you want to know what? When, when, when times get tough, you got to splash some cold water on your face or warm water, but you splash warm water on your face when it's time to shave. And I'm telling you, man, when it's time to shave, Harry's, that's the only thing I could think of. Harry's razors. It's top notch. For, for so long, you, the shaver, have paid either too much for a comfortable shave or you're settling for a low-priced, low-quality razor. Harry's gives you something you've never had before. The best of both worlds. A great shave at a fair price. Harry's makes its own high-quality razors. They cut out the middle, man, and they ship it right to you for half the price of a regular uh, leading brand. You get a good shave at a good price. It's simple. I shaved today before I came here. Why? Because I'm clean-shaven. That's why. Not one of these fuzz faces. I'm out to make a good impression. So I shaved. Put the Harry's razor to, to, to the test. Mike, would you come in here for a second, please? I want you to just look at, look at, just come here. Yeah, just touch. Touch. Just touch my cheek. Touch my cheek. Touch my cheek. Wow. Touch my cheek. Ooh, right? Yeah. Want to touch mine? Ugh. You did not use a Harry's <laughs> razor. God knows what you used. Certainly wasn't a Harry's razor. Use the shop razor. Shh, no, okay. No, no name brands. Get out of here. It's a great razor, man. I'm telling you, you know what makes them unique? Just one razor with all you need for that close, comfortable shave. Five German crafted blades, a flex hinge and lubricating strip, quality's guaranteed, and a full refund if you're not happy. Factory direct prices. 
No upcharges. And here's how you do it, my friends. Get ready. A Harry starter kit is just uh, 15 bucks. That includes the razor, three blades, and your choice of Harry shave cream or foam shave, foaming shave gel. I prefer the shave cream. And as an added bonus, you can get $5 off your first, po- first purchase with my code BESTSHOW. B-E-S-T-S-H-O-W. After you use that code, you get an entire month worth of shaving for just 10 bucks. That Harry starter kit is called, uh, starter set's called the Truman. It's a great option for new customers. You go, it's an amazing deal. For 15 bucks, you get a razor handle, moisturizing shave cream, and three of Harry's five blade German engineered razors. And there's a special offer, like I said, five bucks off with that promo code best show. Go to harrys.com right now. Look for that Truman set. H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com. Enter code best show. At checkout, get that $5 off, and thanks to Harry's for supporting the show. Stop compromising. Give Harry's a try today. Who's on the hotline, Mike? Being told to go to the hotline. I'm being told, being told to go right to the hotline because it's a VIP waiting to speak. Uh, hello? Tom. Hi, who's this? Uh, this is Neil. Neil Haggerty. Yeah, yeah. From Howling Hex. From Neil. What do you yeah. call Neil Michael Haggerty and the Howling Hex? Yeah. Lots of H's in that. A lot of H's, yeah. And I want to say mm-hmm. this, sir. Your new album, True or False, it's called Denver. Yeah. And it's available now. Everywhere. And it's so great. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You did it. You did it, Neil Haggerty of Howling Hex, formerly of Pussy Galore and Royal Trucks, rock legend. I did it. Where are you now, Neil? I'm in Berlin. (gasps) Berlin. Formerly East Berlin. Potsdamer Plots, you know that. Ah. Yes, I remember that yeah, from... Scorpions, yeah. Yeah, that's where the Scorpions... Scorpion concert. The one yeah. where they whistled and the wall fell down. That's it. I wish I could whistle. I'd whistle that song right now. Oh, I can't whistle. Can you, I can't... You can either whistle. You know I wish I whistled like Phil Jackson. Remember when he would just put those two pinkies in the sides of his mouth and then whistle? He didn't use a whistle? No, he didn't use a whistle. He would, oh, he no. would like, put the pinkies in the side of his mouth and go, like, that kind of, like, whoop, whistle. And he would be like, Scotty, uh, Scotty Pippen, Luke Longley. Get in there. He'd be screaming at Luke Longley. <laughs> Luke, you idiot, get a rebound. Now, that's, you... Uh, that's like some kind of zen magic right Yeah, zen magic, screaming at a seven-foot guy to grab a rebound and then throw it to the best player in the history of basketball. Real zen. Get a rebound and get it to Michael Jordan. It's next level, man. Yeah, next level. (laughs) So... I mean, look at the Knicks. I mean, come on, you can't deny it. You mean when he was on the Knicks? 
He's ruining the yeah. Knicks right now. He's like getting yeah. revenge. He's getting his revenge on the Knicks now. What did they do to him? They did nothing. I don't know what they didn't hire him for as a coach in the eighties, and he's he's been <laughs> holding a grudge this whole time. And they rolled over for the the Bulls to like let them make sure that they could win those six rings. Right? Yeah, six rings. Now, now, Neil, Europe. You're yeah. you're in Europe. You're touring. Howling Hex are touring Europe right now. Right now. And what uh what 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 what, what can we look forward to on uh the, the, how, where where are you going? Gonna be in Prague tomorrow. Mm. So you'll be yeah, in Prague. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Now speaking of Prague. Has there ever been a good American prog rock band? Because it's like when America does it, it's like Kansas. Oh, wait. Earth Opera? Who who was that? Earth Opera. I don't know what they that one. They did one album on, uh, I think it's on Columbia. Okay. I don't know it. Now you're giving me something to check out. America's better at the heavy stuff, but the prog stuff, for some reason, that seems to be the domain of the 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 UK. Now, what about the uh, New York rock ensemble? You mean they like... Remember they were in Zachariah? <laughs> I don't... I'm, you're losing me here. You're making me feel like one of these dummies who listens to my show and doesn't know music. <laughs> like me no you know look how many you you know the good stuff you know uh, uh, Jabriath and Sir Lord Baltimore that's the stuff you yeah. you walk the walk with that stuff Neil yeah and I'm hanging on to it yeah yeah <laughs> so Prague leaning on it you're leaning on it yeah like a king <laughs> you're you're leaning on the two Sir Lord Baltimore albums like a cane. Eh, I don't. I maybe just the one. I don't know. Yeah. Now, Neil. Yeah. This album, Denver. You like it, huh? I love. I don't like it. I love it. Whoa. Now there's a song on this thing, which I'm wondering about the lyrics too. A song All right. called Colfax West. Mm, yeah, you know that street. I don't know it. You been I, to Denver? I don't uh, know it. But for some reason... Gotta go. I, okay, is, is, it, is it a good street? Is Colfax West a good street? Yeah, it's, something, it's like the longest street in the country or something like that. Now... Longer than, uh, like, what is it, uh, Santa Monica Boulevard or whatever. Yeah, well, that's a pretty long street. Longer than it's pretty long. Yeah, Colfax West. I got to get to longer Denver. than there's been fishes in the ocean. Longer than yes, Dan, yes, great, great, great pull there, Dan <laughs> Dan Fogelberg. Um, yeah, is that Prague? Isn't that the Weisberg Fogelberg? Uh, that might be that's, American. That's, that's like American folk psych. <laughs> like that's the yeah, closest that's we have. Do you think if I went, if I took a Dan Fogelberg album, what is it, Fogelberg? Who was the other guy? 
Oh, uh, Tim Weisberg. What? Yeah. What if I took that, added some pops, and and like totally like kind of made like degraded the quality of of like an album, a three dollar one, and then I walked it up to like some like I walked it into like Drag City. It's like yeah, I get this private press. I put it in like a white sleeve. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I got a private press. I only made two hundred of these. You, uh, you think we, you guys, interested in reissuing this? <laughs> no, you know they would say they go, oh no, man. Like I got this record. There, you know. <laughs> like, so, so they would flag you know, it like, as a Dan Fogelberg album off the bat. Oh yeah, they just yeah, like uh, they give you three bucks for it or something. Yeah. So, so it's, I'm not going to get any traction trying to pass oh, it no. as a private press. No, they're surprised. You gotta, yeah, you gotta dig deep. It's something like maybe more in the metal zone or something. They'll be like, <laughs> okay, it'll be news to them, or it's for some kind of Springsteen ripoff. Too. They don't like, they don't like Bruce. They don't like the East Coast thing. Like, uh, they don't like Lou Reed. They don't like Lou Reed over at the Drag yeah, City. Yeah, troubling. Yeah, you know, there's Chicago all the way. So yeah, so they like, uh, they want to hear. Uh, they want to hear Phil Jackson is coming back. Yeah, they want to hear that Phil Jackson's fronting the band Chicago. It's <laughs> Phil Jackson and my and Peter Cetera are up there, uh, right? Wait, did you say this? This is something that's actually happening, or what? No, I, I, look, that's, I, I think that might be an, a hallucination I'm having. Is that oh, Peter Cetera like and it. Phil Jackson are co-fronting the band Chicago? God, you can get him to join the remnants of the dead, man. I don't know. It'd be pretty nice. Oh, yeah, the dead. I watched that Bob Weir documentary the other night. Oh, yeah. The other he one. He almost killed a guy with a hammer. <laughs> Wait, I didn't see that. He almost killed yeah, a guy with a hammer. Right? Yeah, he dropped out of a tree onto a kid. Oh, yeah, that's right. When he was, yeah, that's a good, I forgot <laughs> about that. It's like, wait a minute. This kid's a little that's psychopath. Groove, man. Yeah. He's like a little psycho, and then he's just like, yeah. he seems like he, he, that might be the most whitewashed movie I've ever seen. Yeah, just me and Jerry had a great time. We were great friends. It's like, real okay. We yeah. get it. We get it. You're, you're scrubbing the past uh, right now. Yeah, me and Jerry. Now, in this song, yeah, Colfax, you're going to, this is what I want to know. Neil, will you, okay. how many, how many weeks are you out on tour for? Well, we got another what? Three and a half, four weeks now. Would you be willing to keep calling us and giving us updates? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if anything happens, <laughs> no, I want to hear. Yeah. I'm going to come up with some. I, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get questions for you, and we're going to. Yeah, yeah we're going to. We'll we'll get it. Uh, I'm going to put you in the in the the hot seat. What do you call? Yeah, the. What do you call the hate pit or something like that? I wouldn't put you in the hate pit. You're uh, the man. you're the king. You're the king. You are King Neil. All right. There's only one. It's two Neils I like: Haggerty and Young. That's it. And uh, there's probably another one, right? Uh, Sadaka. Sadaka. Three. There's three Neils I like: Neil Sadaka. Armstrong. <laughs> who? Uh, Neil Armstrong. Armstrong. Four. There's four Neils I like. Armstrong, okay. Sadaka, Haggerty, Young. Hey, Mike. Wow. 
Would you come in here and read? Peter Cetera. <laughs> would you? Would you? I need you to read this announcement. Uh, unfortunately, Dudio is is not here tonight, so Mike will have to be a substitute announcer. Can you see that? Yeah. All right. Get on the mic. Get on the mic. Okay. Lower here. All right. Talking to that. I got to see the thing. This is the okay. How's that? <laughs> Yeah, Dudio's gone, obviously. Yeah. Neil Haggerty and Howling Hex. Well, first of all, you got it wrong. It's Neil Michael Haggerty. Oh, okay. Neil Michael <laughs> Haggerty and the Howling Hex. European current tour. Con- 2000- Start over. Concert tour. Okay, let me read this thing before oh. I start to announce yeah. it. My handwriting's not the best. Yeah, it's, it's typed out. <laughs> it's not handwriting. It's, it's about nine-point type here, though. I faxed it. <laughs> Get in there. Come on. Neil Michael Haggerty and the Howling Hex. European Concert Tour 2016. New album, Denver. Out now on Drag City Records. American Tour to begin September 2016. Ah, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that was actually great. Sounds like uh, almost like a drag racing English town. Yeah, sound, English yeah. Style. yeah, Mike, uh, you, you've got a future in announcing drag races. <laughs> Um. So, uh, Neil, so what was it, Colfax? I'm going to ask it next time. I'm going to do that as a oh, teaser. Yeah. A teaser. Ooh. Yeah. That was done. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> Did you play yet? You played a red. No, wait. What time is it there? No, last night. You played last night. We had a day off. So you had a day off. Now you're off to Prague, and we will talk yeah. to you maybe next week. Yeah, I'll I'll just do it when I can, you know. Yeah, um, you call in, you call in, buddy. Whatever you want. Questions are probably yeah, that's probably good. We'll idea. get it. We'll get it right. Don't worry. You be safe right. and you travel safe. Yeah. Keep rocking, and I will talk to you real soon. All right, thanks, thanks buddy. Neil Michael Haggard. That guy's like a little, one of my heroes. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Mike? Is my guest here by any chance? Yeah. Send her in. Send her in, Mike. First of all, did you offer them a beverage? Pat did. Wow. I gotta tell you, man, this mic is driving me up the wall. Hey, how are you? Hi. Look who it is. Well, well, well. If it isn't Gail Bennington. It is. It is. Yeah, lower that mic. I'm going to have one second. Yeah. Now, my friends listening to the show tonight, I want to thank the AV Club for not reviewing, uh, for not uh, recommending in Podmas either of the two shows I did last week, uh, either 
the Hollywood Handbook uh, Tour de Force with uh, me and Julie Klausner, or last week's Tom Pressions. Thank you, AV Club, for letting both of those slip by. It's kind of like, I guess that's, now, that would be like if uh, Francis Ford Coppola, that was like, last week, it was like Godfather 2 Conversation, not two out in one week. That'd be like if he released a conversation and Godfather 2 in the same week. That's what I did with those podcasts. But now you got to talk about Nickelodeon has a cartoon podcast. Driving me up the wall. Here's what I want to know also, listeners, to the best show. I'm trying to come up with a catchphrase, right? A catchphrase. One that would be like... I was thinking it would be something like... See, it's got to be... It can't be too, too... racy like you gail bennington you're a raw dog you're you might be exempt from this because you're just the first thing that comes out of your mouth is probably gonna be the start with the this letter f true, and did i do an okay job with this mic i feel like there you go is that better i would say go up, up. with the mic this is such a complex contraption yeah. come in me come in further yeah close no i'm gonna you can stop <laughs> at that point i'm gonna make you um oh my god I'm looking for a catchphrase. I was going to have it say, all other podcasts can suck it, right? Okay, but that's, then I, I was that's just, cool. That was a little too... I can't do it, though. That's a too, uh, too, too racy for, for, the, for the purposes I need for it. Then I was going to say, all other podcasts can go die. And then it was just like... You know what? That's just too... That's like, too aggressive. It's too aggressive. Suck it is kinder. It, it might actually, be too raw dog, but it I... It's a yeah. gentler message, Tom. I know, so I'm. I'm. That's why I'm talking to the, to the <laughs> listeners right now because neither of those are working for me. One is too racy. It's the kind of thing that that uh, would appeal to the to the type of person who uh, like the they would they like the 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 Mar- Mar- Marlon Brando Stella screaming like. A streetcar named Desire type, Stanley Kowalski types. Not looking to reach those people. I'll take them if they're out there. The Stanley Kowalski types, they're <laughs> totally welcome to join the the family here of the best show. Not aiming it at them though, and that's what all other podcasts can suck. It would be all other podcasts can go die. It's just a little too bleak. I'm withdrawing that one. And wordy, so, I think. And, and, okay, fair enough. And wordy, too. Okay. So I'm looking for another one. So all night, people, if you think of one, all other podcasts, what? It, it, but it can't be like soft, like, you jump in the lake. Like, it can't be that. It's like we're not, I'm not on the playground. This needs to be like an adult challenge. Can I throw out the Rock first throne. suggestion? Yeah, please. Okay. How about... All other podcasts will bend the knee. They will bend the that knee. That sounds like you're caught up in, uh, that sounds like Game of Thrones it talk. Is. Right? It is. I'm not going to lie to you, yeah. Tom. It is. What if it said, what if it was this, Mike? Kneel before pod. Remember in the movie, <laughs> remember in the movie Superman 2? Yeah, it's even got religious overtones. I like that, yeah. All right, well. I'm withdrawing it now. You're a little too into it. Kneel before the pod. Kneel before the pod. 
Remember in that movie when Zod showed up and he made like the president kneel? He was like, yeah. kneel before Zod. And then the president was just like, you're going to, when Superman gets you, you're going to be in trouble. And then I think he like grabbed the president by his face and like just shoved him like that kind of face shove. Have you ever face shoved anybody like that, Mike, where you put your hand, you don't like, you're not punching them, but you're just putting your fingers on the side of their face and you're just pushing them back. Never did it. No? Gail, have you ever face shoved anyone? Sober or? uh... Either sober or or intoxicated. Sober, no. (laughs) Sober, no. Okay. I would assume for most people. It would be sober now. <laughs> Kneel before pot. I, it's like too much of a play on words. It's like, what, what am right. I? Using? You don't want it to be too punny. No. That's not your scene, Tom. It isn't. I'm not doing puns here. What What am I? Uh, wait, wait, don't tell me. Right? We've got a Carl Castle will leave a voicemail. Does they still do that? Does Carl Castle still leave a voicemail when you win? Wait, wait, don't tell me. I'm not sure. You don't listen to that. I don't. Well, it's a... It's a terrible NPR show that's on Saturday mornings. You know, that's prime real estate on NPR, Saturday mornings. So they get everybody while they're making, like, uh, whatever, pancakes for their kids, listening to, why are these people, I'm not doing Neil before. All other podcasts kiss the ring. I don't know. Kiss the ring is similar to uh, Bend the Knee. Bend the Knee, yeah. It's a similar... uh... But it's but it's a little more like of the world we live in now, not like a world with you know leprechauns and yeah. But I still orcs. don't think a lot of people are doing ring kissing, so I think it still has a a nice old timey tone. Hmm. Shove it. You could shove it. Oh, I got a good one. Stow it like on Alice. Remember when Mel would always say, "Stow it, Flo." Remember that? You don't remember that. I mean, not really, but I know I know of it. I know what you're saying, Tom. He was the character from the movie. You ever see the movie Alice Doesn't Live Here anymore? Yes. They took that movie, which is like one of the most bleak movies imaginable. It's got one of Mike's fav- favorite. Do you hear him laughing? He's, yeah. he's really losing he's it. He's dying out there. This character, it's a young Harvey Keitel. He's like, oh, I like you, Alice. I like you. I like you. And then he just like flips out and like trashes her place and attacks her. He's got this shark tooth around his neck. Like on a, not just, it's on a chain. It's not just <laughs> stuck. It's, it's, not, it's not like he got bit by a shark and then got away and then never had the shark tooth removed from his, from his chest. But they took that bleak movie. And turned it into the show Alice. They're just like, hey, what if we take this movie about this single mom on the run from a brutal boyfriend? We just take all that out of it and just make it about a diner and all the fun people that come in the diner. And it worked. Martin Scorsese probably got a check every week. Every episode of Alice, he was probably probably paid for his... uh, 1980 Martin Scorsese. I think that uh, Alice covered uh, might have covered the Coke bill once, once or twice. He might have signed that Alice check over to some Coke dealer, right? Just sign the back. It just like signs it over. 
All right, I have another idea for you. All right, what do you got? Kick rocks. All but, other podcasts. But that's playground talk. Kick rocks. Yeah, but you're telling me we can't use uh, foul language. That's, I'm going to the playground, that's Tom. Why it's the, that's why it's so tricky, because it's not playground, and it's not all of the podcasts can jam it. What's that even mean, jam it? I can't make things up. Ugh. All the podcast. Somebody else said all of the podcasts can kick rocks. See, it's a good one. Wait, wait! Don't listen to any other podcasts. No, that's terrible. Mm-mm. I think it might just have to go the line that that uh, I that oh, there's a there's Mike wrote all other podcasts are trash. All other podcasts are garbage. I think we might have to. I might have to work along those lines. Yeah, trash, I mean, garbage. That's the sentiment, but uh, yeah. it needs a little tweaking. Yeah. You, what if it just said, "Your podcast is trash," like just <laughs> assuming everybody's got one? Yeah. Right? It's a safe assumption. Yeah. Your podcast is trash. I think I like it. Now, Gail Bennington. dot com. No, mm-hmm. there's no, no, no. Gail Bennington. dot com. Okay. You. Our radio host. You're the co-host of Bennington, which is heard every noon weekday on Sirius XM Raw Dog. That's right. And for people who don't know, the Raw Dog, if you've ever met a Raw Dog, like if you're like, this is not a pound puppy. Mm -mm. No. These are Raw Dogs, right? You're playing with the big dogs. Yeah. And I'll say this. If you can't run with the raw dogs, what would you do? I don't know. Get now off the I porch. Need a... It usually says like, "There you like." If you can't hang with the big dogs, get off the porch. <laughs> kill, <laughs> kill your podcast. That's pretty good. That's not bad. I think I might stay away from kill and die though. I'm not feeling that lately. Yeah, I liked more. You know, the the saying "suck it." I know. I understand the implication mm-hmm. there is a little raw Body. dog for you. Yeah, yeah, sure. But it's still gentler than all this killing yeah. and dying. It sure is. Now, I'm so sorry to hear that, I guess, Hoda Kotb was on uh, Game of Thrones and something happened to her. <laughs> Hoda. That's yeah. terrible. It was Poor really. Hoda Kotb. That's but right. Kathy Lee is okay. Yeah, no spoilers because I don't want to say what happens okay. to Kathy. I didn't Lee. say anything. But my goodness, was it a uh, an episode this Sunday? Studio is not here tonight. Naturally, he writes some filth. <laughs> Straight up, if you need uh, uh, somebody to write slogan to sloganeer for Raw Dog, I think I found your guy. So every weekday at noon, yep, those with satellite radio can listen to Bennington, which is you, and Ron Bennington, co-hosting, otherwise known as uh, your your uh, dad. Yeah, sure. Right? That's not a, it's a known. That's not, oh, yeah, it's, not a it's a known fact. Yeah. yeah. And it's so great when you say it like that. <laughs> That's dead. what I say. It's like I'm picking yeah. on you now. Now, now we're on the playground, <laughs> and I'm picking, oh, you do things you dead. Yeah. This is hurtful. Yeah, well, welcome to the welcome to the terror <laughs> terror dome. What if it said that? Welcome to the terror dome, the best show. That's, right? That's pretty good because it leaves them 
unsure mm-hmm. of what happens in the dome. Mm-hmm. Pod, yeah. Welcome to the terror dome of podcast. No, this is stupid. It's a lot of changes since you know, change. I feel like it, this has become a more aggressive show. It has. You have a new cool mural out there. Yeah, yeah you didn't see that. Before, no, did you? That is it's cool. Crazy, right? It's really cool. You're all clean shaven, like know, right? very closely yes. clean shaven. Exactly. I'm jacked up on Andro, <laughs> right? And uh, I'm on the Mark McGuire uh, regimen. That's your uh, pretty much. Yep. Andro, what else did he do? What did he get busted for? Human growth hormone. Remember when they caught Sylvester Stallone doing human growth hormone for like the Rocky movie? It's like, yeah, I'm 67 years old and I'm playing Rocky fighting in a Rocky movie. Yeah, I I think think, we can give him a pass. Yeah, I think I might be doing something. This is like no other human has ever looked like that naturally in the history of humans. So it's like, I think, yeah, great guess, guys. I am doing something. So, Gail Bennington, you were on, you, you, you were on the radio today. Yes. And now you're here doing double duty. Yeah. Did you, did you take a nap? I did not nap. Okay. I went opposite direction, caffeinated. Oh. So I'm good to go. Okay. Nap not necessary. No. No nap necessary. N-N-N. That slows you down, Tom. Your podcast ain't bleep. I can't. Your podcast ain't bleep, dog. That's actually not bad. Will it actually say bleep? It's going to say bleep? I don't know. If it... <laughs> what if it says... I'm not doing that one either. These are some gross ones. Go back to podcast school. Eh. Dump your podcast in the trash. I think I like that one. Dump your podcast in the trash. So, Gail, Bennington, dot com. No, it's not. No, it's, I don't have dot the dot net. No, I dot have org. no dot anything. Dot gov. Mm-mm. You can follow me on Twitter. Okay. And what are you on Twitter at? Gail and triple A double N. <laughs> okay. Like, I didn't get in on the ground floor no, of Twitter. it's clear. <laughs> like... It's clear. Not one of the early adapters. Uh-uh. No, well, I did not. Let me try here. Two A's. <laughs> Triple A. No, they don't have two A's is taken. <laughs> Fine. Three A's. So, Gail, G-A-I-L. Correct. And then Triple A-A-A-N-N. <laughs> that's it. Okay. That's, yeah. what, that's what happens when you snooze. Tom. Yeah. Yeah. What's mine? Sharpling. You're just sharpling. Not... Not uh, a friend of mine, Therese. It's funny when people had their like Twitter names that they like thought it's like, oh, it's funny. I'll put the thing. And she had hers was like doodly do. And it's like, I think she regretted that pretty fast. Cause it's like, wait, what's your thing? Doodly do. You want to be able to say it out loud and yeah. hold your head high. Yeah, not do. And the people were like, I can't remember the thing to type doodly do. Three, six. Six O's and doodly do. So, Gal, welcome. Thanks for coming. I'm so glad to be back. Three time. You're in the three timers club now. That's exciting, right? That you, is very exciting. I feel very honored. Do you know who else is in the three timers club? I would love to know. Who's been here three times? Julie Klausner. By the way, Julie Klausner. She's pop- got to be plus three. Oh, yeah, she's well. She's well, well past three. Yes. Yeah. 
she her she her podcast how was your week is back she stopped for about a year it's back now and you got to listen she's doing it again the queen of podcasting is back to reclaim her throne so how was your week is back what else did i needed to say something about let me see here got to tighten my thoughts here gal my head spinning. My head's spinning right now. Got a basketball game going on. I gotta disregard that. Sorry, but your podcast sucks, buddy. Your podcast sucks, bro. What about that? Right? Mm. Your podcast. But if, if, if you're not <laughs> hearing me say it like that, it like, reads. Yeah, it does. But I do like the gentle sorry. It's always good to just limp yeah. into yeah. your yeah, slogan. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, but. Yeah. But your podcast. Excuse me, but <laughs> I believe your uh, podcast is subpar. And if you don't, the problem is if I don't say it the way I'm saying it in my very specific podcast sacks, bro, then you picture like Johnny Drama saying it like, <laughs> yeah. hey, baby bro, your podcast sucks. Your podcast <laughs> sucks, baby bro. Oh, the podcast is canceled. Yeah. Podcast back on. What are we gonna do? And then it'd be like, can you believe that guy was supposed to be like, like Vince was supposed to be like charismatic? It just seemed like he they woke him up before every scene. Like what? What? Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll go see. What do you think we should do? E. What should we do? Turtle. I don't know. Turtle. It's gonna be all right. Turtle. This guy was like. Nothing phased this guy. He was very, he's a, a, he's a very sleepy actor. Yeah. He ain't doing a whole lot no more. Mm-mm. Right? No, what happened? He's Vince or nothing? He's probably going to start doing the, uh, that character just like, like in theaters and stuff. Hey everybody, it's me, Vince. Vinny Chase. It's me. <laughs> and like they'll record the other guys on like a video. <laughs> Ahead of time, just like, hey, baby, bro, you're doing your one-man show? Go get him. Victory! Remember when he yelled victory? Every other episode. You didn't watch all of it, I didn't watch all of the episodes. I I do, however, share a home with someone (laughs) who watched all the episodes. watched all the episodes, yes. Yes. Watched every one. Did you see the movie in the theater? I I did. I didn't. He did. He did. He gets it. He gets it. Victory! <laughs> so, Gail, to put things on target now. Yeah, sure. The topic tonight. Phoning it in. Phoning it in. Yes. And what does that mean? Well, let me tell you. I went last week to see a show at a... a, a, a at the upfronts for Adult Swim. They were just like, Nicki Minaj is playing. It's like, ooh, this will be exciting. And in past years, they've had all these people. And what are the upfronts? Well, it's the thing where they get advertising nightmare people. Uh, they seduce them with a dumb concert so that they advertise for whatever given network it is. So they get the, the Adult Swim last year. They had Miley Cyrus play. And they've had like Jay-Z has played and T.I. and Outkast and M.I.A. And it's just like a who's who of people. So this year it's like, oh, and Kanye West played one year in 
That was one of the worst shows I ever saw in my life, by the way. It was him by himself on stage. Um, was he in one of those cool projections like he does on he SNL? He was inside a pyramid. Like, okay, cool. That they had like smoke going. He might not have been there for half of it. I'm still not sure if that was him up there with just an iPod. And it was just like he figured out how little he had to spend to keep all the money. Because they're, they're paying these people. They must be paying them millions of dollars to do this. So Nicki Minaj comes out. Everybody's all, yay, it's Nicki Minaj. She comes out, does like three songs. dancing. She's not dancing very hard. But she has dancers on stage who are doing all the work. And then sits down on like the stairs on the stage. And then it's like going over the thing with her DJ. It's just like she does one song and then she's like, let's do this other song. And he plays like 20 seconds. And she's like, nah, I don't want to do that one. That goes on for five, five to ten minutes. Then she says, let's have a booty shake contest with someone from the audience. And for the next at least 35 minutes, <laughs> she's bringing women up from the audience. None of this was like prepared to to move effectively in any way. She's just like, who wants to come up? And it's just like people, Whoa! and it takes them five minutes to get to the stage. And then they would do their, uh, their, their they would do their booty shake routine. And then six dancers, like six people from the audience. It's where it took forever. And then some dude goes up and he does these people are just like, boo, because they just boo the guy. Like, I booed the guy. All the time. It's like, boo. So that took 35 minutes easily that she just like burned of like contra- contractually obligated stage time. Sure. And she knocks out three more songs, out. She's gone. So how many songs? She probably did what? Four, eight, eight, eight songs, songs total. I would say eight songs. Was one of them super bass? Yes, she did Anaconda. She did super bass. Super bass is a pretty good song. Yeah, look, when she was actually <laughs> doing songs, it was all right. When she chose. When she was just having a booty shake yeah. contest. Yeah, where she was pretty much like. Oh, what, what, like, what, what are you auditioning to, like, to, like, open a, to, like, like, to be, be a, a, a strip club DJ? So it was like, that's what she was, like. She gets sleepy, I guess. She was so sleepy. She, like, <laughs> she phoned Destroy All Podcasts. That's pretty good. Not bad. That is to the point. Yeah, so she had the twerk contest going. And it was like, holy mo Because, like, previous years, you see this thing, and it's like, outcasts go up there. They were going, like they were doing like a real show, like a real outcast show. And look, Millie, the one dude, has his eye. He's like got senioritis and outcast already. <laughs> but he still was totally into it. Andre 3000 was totally doing it. Miley Cyrus, whatever people think I saw last year, she was put on a full show. Full show, top notch. All the costumes. This Nicki Minaj thing was like, you just, that was a, she phoned it in. She phoned it in. Right? Get she it? She didn't yeah. care. Mm-hmm. She phoned it in, Gail Bennington. I understand what you on. mean. 
It's not .com, right? No, it's not. But you can continue to call me GailBennington.com if you'd like. Gail.Bennington. Sure. Will someone buy it? I don't want to say that. Does anybody have it? <laughs> the domain? I might buy it right now. Please. Because I feel like I can negotiate with you. One of these other Ooh, folks. We could not find it. Oh, no. Well, guess what? Someone probably already oh, owns boy. it right now. You're going to get... Uh, you check that Twitter over at Gail Ann with three A's and two N's, and somebody's going to send you a price now. This is upsetting. They're going to use it for unscrupulous means. I know it. Yeah. It's going to be for their booty shape contest, probably. They'll just be like you're putting... <laughs> Like schedules up for booty shake contests <laughs> all through the tri-state area. No, don't do it. So I want to talk to you, the best show listener, and you, Gail Bennington. No URL about phoning it in. And Mike, yeah. did you have any for this? He's thinking. He's thinking. Yeah, you keep well, thinking. I can give you. I can give you one mm-hmm. right off the top of my head. Right yeah, here. yeah, and it can be in movies or TV shows or music or whatever. I feel no constraints right now. I'm gonna throw this at you. Okay. I think this is the obvious one. All right. Right now. Yeah. In his career. Yeah. Robert De Niro is phoning it in. He is phoning it in, Tom. Wait. Robert. Dirty Grandpa De Niro? Yeah. Is phoning it Old in. Dirty Grandpa himself. Is that what you want to be remembered for? Bobby D? Dirty Grandpa? What if the D stands for dirty? What if he's just like, and the D stands for dirty? Like he does a rap song? Would that be the, would that be the true well, low that, point? <laughs> that would actually take some effort. Yeah. So I wouldn't call that. If Dirty Grandpa out. came out in the 80s, there would have been a Dirty Grandpa rap. Yeah. Would have been like. And a dance that went yeah. along with Doing it. the Dirty Grandpa. Doing the, right? I'm doing the Dirty Grandpa Hey, right hey everybody. It's me, Dirty Grandpa. Well, like those rap songs from people who like were just like, this rap is like, it's, no, it's music. It is music. Like, I think I like it. <laughs> when people <laughs> were like learning about it and they just were like, at first like, yeah, I'm not into this at all. Suddenly it's like, well, what if we pay you to do a song and you're going to meet someone who is inauthentic and is also betraying rap <laughs> betraying the spirit of this but you don't know any better so it'd be just like doing the dirt like hey bobby d this is what we're gonna do this song's called dirty grandpa rap but he has to understand there's gonna be a generation of people yeah who's gonna think of him as dirty grandpa yeah, they think of him as dirty grandpa or uh rocky and bullwinkle and uh uh, He's on a couple bad. I can't even think of them. And uh, and uh, uh, meet the parents, right? Yeah. That meet the parents, right? Did you see that? I did see meet the parents. Did you see all three remember. of them? Did you see meet the Falkers? I saw meet the Falkers. Yeah. I did. I don't anybody, know. What the- how did they get away with that? By the way, that's just like I don't know. But that's the kind of trickery you're going to need for this slogan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. That's what you're, you need something like that. That's what kills the culture. Meet the Fockers. That's what kills us. Really? Yeah. That? That's where it seeps in. That's where the, <laughs> that's where the corruption seeps in. And the babes at home. When it's just that. like, 
It's just like, it's a fun movie. But you lowered the standard in terms of just like what people say. So, yeah. And I know nothing like, of the third so one. So he's known, he was mm-hmm. in that movie. The little, the other one was with the babies or something. Yeah. Little fuckers. Oh, God. I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> like, there were people going up to the things, uh, two, two for little fuckers, please. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be $25. Okay. The, um, yeah, he's known as that guy yeah. in those movies. Absolutely. You're right, to an entire generation. And then if you watch him in like Mean Streets, I was watching Mean Streets. I, I couldn't, I forgot that was him for the first 20 seconds of it. Like, there's this like thin, wiry maniac walking up a street. And I was like, oh, who's this guy? And it's like, Wait, that's Robert De Niro. Right, Mike? Yeah. Who's on five? Yeah. Oh, another celebrity guest. Oh. Calling in. It's a real who's who. This is exciting. Get ready. Best show. Oh, hello. Hello. Is this Tom? It is Tom. Is this Nellie Mackay? Yes. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Nellie? Oh, very well. Thank you. I'm uh, I'm here with my friend, uh, radio superstar Gail Bennington. She's uh, she's my guest in studio tonight. Hello. Oh, how are you doing, Gail? Doing all right. Now, Nellie oh. Mackay, you are a super talented singer, and composer, and piano player, and actor, and ukulelist, and so many things. Well, don't don't stop. Don't stop. You want more. More. <laughs> Where are you right now, Nelly? Uh, I'm in California. I'm in California for Bernie. For Bernie. You're campaigning for Bernie. Yes, I've been to, this is my 12th state. Now, do you remember AP Mike when you were here, Nelly, back in, I think you were here in December. Do you remember the call screener guy out there? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he's great. Yeah, he uh I think he he are you a Bernie bro, Mike? Mike is a he identifies as a Bernie bro. Fabulous. That's great, Mike. You do you vote in Jersey? Mike can't vote legally. There's a there's some legal uh issues with his voting rights. Yeah, it's uh, all my favorite people. He uh it's weird because with Mike, it's it's comes down to it's like, is he allowed into a public building? Which which restriction kicks in first? His inability to legally vote, or his inability to enter a public building? Ooh. Which one do the co- which one do the cops jump on first? A lot of those buildings are schools too. So there's the. I wasn't gonna say it. Okay. So. <laughs> Nellie, what does it, what, when you go campaigning, what do you do? You go door to door? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta go door to door. I mean, I wish I could go in Jersey. It's a, uh, you know, it's an important state and we can use every volunteer. It's the most important, you know, resources, people. Um, a lot of people are enthusiastic about Bernie. If all those people would just volunteer one time to canvas, we would win, mm-hmm. you know, and, and um, so I hope they can. In the meantime, there are people like me that are going to 
you know, uh, I'm going to be two weeks out here pretty much. I got a gig in Nashville, but uh, except for that. Um, so you have a, know, but, where, where do you have a show? You go, I have a gig in Nashville. Ah, Music City. I was just there two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a fun street. It's a fun town. It is a fun town. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, but, uh, but yeah, you, you just, you, you knock on the door and, and I, I say, hi, my name's Nellie and I'm from the Bernie Sanders campaign and then I kick into full Woody Allen and I tear up my driver's license. But, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a good, uh, it's, it's actually, I, it's changed my life and I think it, it will yours for the better. I mean, anyone out there listening, if you want to go canvassing, you, you meet people, you work with great people, you hear great ideas, and um, you learn so much about this country and this world and why we need Bernie. We need this revolution. Nellie, I don't want to rain on uh, Mike. Mike just told me he's when he says he's a Bernie bro, he means Bernie Madoff. And, I mean, that's, yeah. that's a little different. This is, a diff- this is Bernie Sanders you're campaigning for, not Bernie Madoff, right? Yeah, but you know, a lot of people who really love him call him Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Now he would have yeah. been a good president. He wasn't. Well, he was vice president in that Chris Rock movie. Yeah, <laughs> there's a great line in that movie. With uh, with uh, anyway, there are a lot of great lines in that movie. I love that movie. But 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 I guess Bernie's just a fun name. Bernie is a fun name, and you, Nellie. I think it's exciting that you put your money where your mouth is. You've been in 12 states. That's crazy. Well, not crazy. It's cool. You're out yeah, there so, beating the bushes. Right, right. So D.C. or the convention will be the 13th, in quotes, state. I mean, I don't know. Can you come to the protest in Philly, Tom? Can I come to the what the what now? Yeah, well, there are going to be massive rallies outside of the Philadelphia convention, rallies slash protests. It, it's going to... You know, it's going to go on for four days. It should be great. I think that might be exciting. I think down, because this is what it would be. Philly plus, well, Philly equals angry people. I was going to say Philly plus angry people, but Philly is Philly's the angriest city in America already. I think, yeah. that's, I think it's going to be a crazy summer, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, as they say, the system isn't broken. It's fixed. It is fixed. I agree. The system is fixed. I'm with you on that, Nelly. Thanks, Tom. Are you gonna? Can you go canvas? Am I gonna canvas? No, I can't. If you, if Tom, if you're not done, Mike wants door, to know if we can canvas together. See, I'm oh. more of. You might. I lean a little bit more. I'm hoping that Huckabee gets back in the race, Nellie. That's more where my politics lay. Because he's a really yeah. good bass player. And <laughs> I went with that first. I say to myself, which candidate can really hold down, hold it down on the thunder stick, right? And then and it's like, Huckabee can. He's got the... He played the Seinfeld theme. Did you know that? That's him. No. <laughs> that's him. No, that's not. Is that Seinfeld? Right? Yeah. You got it. Boop. Like he did all that in a home studio, sold it to Larry David. Yeah. And there's so, just something so likable about that guy. You know, you just look at Huckabee and Mike you're like, Huckabee? yeah. That's seems, just someone you'd want to spend time with. Seems trustworthy. Yeah. 
seems like if you could be handcuffed to any of the candidates mm-hmm. for 72 hours, it would be between either Ted Cruz or Huckabee, right? Definitely. Nellie, who would you rather oh. be handcuffed to, Ted Cruz or Mike Huckabee? <laughs> <laughs> Ted Cruz for the view, you know what I mean, ladies. <laughs> I, 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 I'll have I, I'll have both hands handcuffed to Bernie. Yeah. Suddenly, if Nellie, you'd be doing a lot of one-handed piano playing. I think it would be like Nellie Mackay. See her now with one less hand because she chopped her hand off after being handcuffed to Ted Cruz. Oh right? God. <laughs> you'd be playing. You'd be playing with one hand and your and your chin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I might. I might. Oh, I couldn't chop my hand off though. I would just have to, you know, just go with it. Try to relax. But what if Ted Cruz is like, Cruz? Ted Cruz grease was getting all over the handcuffs. Then would you <laughs> consider it? No, I think then I could slither out. Oh, that's true. <laughs> You could use, you'd be just like telling him, you'd be trying to get him to like get extra Ted Cruz grease pouring off his head. And then yeah. you'd hope that it, it would kind of like slime up the handcuffs. I was going to make a comment about something from that debate, but it was so disgusting that I can't even get into it. No, that's the, that's the most vomitous thing when he, yeah. I don't even know. I, I don't want to talk about it. Why'd you bring it I up? I don't know. Because I had a thought and it popped it. Well. Let's stop talking about it. Yeah. Let's unthought that thought, Gal. I don't want to talk about... But what was it, Tom? What was it? I think it was a tonsil. Oh, God. Tom. You brought it up! Don't yell at me. You're the one. You half... I think you were half looking to hork all over the place. You brought it up. Nellie, are you playing New York City anytime soon? Oh no, New York's already voted. No, are you playing? Are you not not canvassing? Are you performing? No, one thing yeah, on my tongue. That's what I mean. I um I you know, I I mean if if the uh if it gets cold enough. I mean I I mean I, I frankly I, I am more partial to the states that go for Bernie. I mean I kinda wanna move to Indiana now. So you Okay. All right, because I, I thought, okay, you're playing May 26th at the City Winery in Nashville, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are you, are you guys playing anywhere? Am I playing anywhere? Yeah. Man, just every Tuesday night on this dumb show I do. you got to get uh, me off this show, Nellie Mackay. Oh, okay, okay. Um, what, what do you need to get off the show? I don't know. Let me in your show. I could sing some songs, right? Oh, Tom, I would love that. What would you like to sing? Winchester Cathedral, you're bringing me down. You <laughs> never said nothing. I can do that old time. Vivaldi, 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 Right? <laughs> Alice doesn't live here anymore. <laughs> you know where I know all those songs from? I have these two oh. Tony Randall albums where he sings uh, vo- uh, uh, vaudeville-type music on them. And I listen oh. to these two Tony Randall albums that oh my. he made at the peak of, of uh, Odd Couple. 
Wow. <laughs> Nelly, when you're back here, yeah. will you please come in the studio and hang out with us? It's always so I much would, fun when you're here. I would love that. And, you know, they have a lot of music groups here in San Pedro, and we would love for you to, to, to waltz down the street singing those songs. I think it'd be a big hit. San Pedro? That's where the Minutemen are from. Is it? No. Yes. No, I have I certainly haven't met any Minutemen. Well, one well, of the all-time best rock groups ever are from San Pedro. Really? Who? The Minutemen. Oh, the Minutemen. <laughs> You've oh. got some work. I want to get you. They did an album called Double Nickels on the Dime, Nelly, and I'm going to try to get you to cover that album in its entirety. That's my oh. dream. We're going to make it happen. Yep. We're, we're going to get you signed to SST. Yes. And, uh... That is, yes. Nellie, I can't wait to see you very soon in the studio. Me too. In in the studio in Philadelphia. Okay, you want me to come down. You want me to come down to the thing. I'm telling you right now, though, if I go down during the... It's, it's, uh... When Tom hits Philly, man, you're talking 68 Democratic Convention all over again. She needs a guaranteed yes from you. That's what she wants, Tom. I think I, I, think do I, I might do it. You've got, a, you've got a qualified yes from me. I'll come down. I love <laughs> Well, Jim, I hope, I hope you can both make it. I hope I can make it. You'll make it. Are you kidding? You made it to 12 states already. I have a feeling you might find time for the Democratic Convention. Oh, I meant Mike. I said Mike. Oh, Mike. No, Mike... Uh, you don't want Mike. You don't want Mike at a political event. Mike's. Uh, you send Mike to the Republican convention to kind of tank the thing, like you send a weirdo like that to the thing, and then they just like, uh, and then he puts a bad face on things. He ends up on the on the evening news. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, well, that's good though, because I'm going to be at the Republican convention. So, Mike, have we got a date? Mike, is it a date? <laughs> Well, Nellie Mackay, I never thought I would say this. Nellie Mackay, you're going to Ohio with AP Mike. <laughs> Something oh. to live for. Oh, this is great. All right, Nellie. I will talk to you very soon, and people should see you at the City Winery in Nashville. Beautiful, beautiful. Love to you. Love to you. you have, have a great night, my friend. With you. Right. Nellie Mackay. It's like a cavalcade of stars up in this thing. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, you have a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of uh, Neil famous Mike, friends. Yeah. Neil Michael Haggerty, Nellie Mackay, Gail Bennington. Wow. Who's next? Is one of my favorite albums. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when, like a week ago, you said who's the most famous person mm -hmm. listening? Yeah, get into that mic a little more, Gail. This is not. Look, this thing is very intimidating. This is... You don't have microphones on your show? It does not look like this. This well, is like... I feel like I'm wearing headgear right now, Tom. Did you ever see Jodorowsky's Dune? Dune? Yeah. Yeah. That that No, not the movie Dune. There's a documentary called Jodorowsky's Dune. No. It's about this guy who was going to make this... He'd made... Did you ever see El Topo? Mm-mm. He's like this kook... Who made these crazy movies, and then he he, he, he was going to make this. Uh, he was going to make Dune into a movie, like in the seventies, 
pre-Star Wars. And he was just like, he had like, Mick Jagger was going to be in it and Orson Welles. And then it's this documentary. It's this really great documentary. And then he gets Giger, H.R. Giger, to start designing stuff for the movie. And that mic looks like H.R. Giger designed it. You know H.R. Giger? Alien! You know all that stuff from Alien? Yeah. That creepy stuff? Yeah, that's what this feels like. All you right. know the cover. Cover of brain cell surgery. I, you know what? You took me there and now I, I get it. This is what this feels like. It's like Giger. One of the all-time creeps. H.R. <laughs> Giger. You like Giger, Mike? No, me neither. No, he said no. No, I'm with you. So you say, to get back on point. Yeah, let's get back there. Yeah. Robert De Niro's phoning it in. Phoning it in. And he's destroying his legacy. <laughs> so you think And it's gonna... I feel like I'm more concerned about it than he is. You think it's going to start rolling backward to start, like, impacting that's, good movies he That's did. my fear. Mm-hmm. That is my fear for him. Mm-hmm. Is that it's going to start that people are going to just be like, yeah, Taxi Driver's not that good. He's not that good in Taxi Driver. We'll yeah, people out. are going to start thinking, was he ever good? You know what I would show them if it was ever a matter of was he ever good or not? King of comedy. Yeah, sure. Look, the proof is there. Rope. But he's fighting it I right need now. four weeks from you. Jerry, you're killing me. One of the all-time greatest performances and it's cool when you walk around Midtown. You see, that's right where uh, they grabbed Jerry. You can see it right on the streets. Mm-hmm. You ever do that, Mike? You know who else is phoning it in? One time when I was in high school, I went to see Chuck Berry live in concert, right? The legend, Chuck Berry. It's around the time that movie came out that he did. That uh, Helen Mirren's husband directed. Hail, hail, rock and roll. So I go see him at the Ritz. Now he was famous for when he would go to a city. Like he doesn't have a band. They just get they just get three uh, meatheads to learn like the songs. So he doesn't have to pay to bring the band. They throw like guys like $75 and like a ham sandwich to back him up. In each city, he's not paying for hotel rooms and stuff. And he doesn't even, like, rehearse with these guys. So we get to the thing. Chuck Berry, here he comes. Comes out. Plays, like, just blasting through songs. Playing songs he wanted to play, not hits. I think he probably did two hits. He did that terrible song, My Dingling, which... It's a hit, though, Tom. It's, I can't think of a more repellent song than My Dingling. My Ding. He sounds like such a, a creep when he <laughs> sings it. Right? My Dingling. My Dingling. It's like, we get it. We get that it's a double entendre. He's saying, he sings it like the audience is at the end. They're going to go, wait a minute. Does he have two meanings with that? My dingling. So lewd with it. It lacks subtlety. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, it does. My dingling <laughs> lacks subtlety. Yes. And here's the thing. Sidebar. I got this Chuck Berry box set. 16 CDs. I've listened to all of it. 
because I have to listen to something. When I listen from the beginning, I have to go all the way to the end. Is that true? It's, it's pretty true. Because you know what? Sometimes you find a song, oh, you're halfway through C, it's the sixth disc of this thing, one of the best songs I ever heard. Club Nitty Gritty, this Chuck Berry song. Like, That's one of the best songs I've ever heard. So, but there's like live things on it. This guy is doing my dingling. He's fitting this thing into every live show. Like, he's leaving like other songs on the, like, no particular place to go. Nah, I gotta do it. I gotta do a nine minute version of my dingling tonight. <laughs> like every show he does, literally, my dingling. <laughs> every show. He does my dingling and then Johnny be good, but he's clearly, he clearly is much more interested in my dingling. Johnny be good, he's already out of gas by the time he's doing it because he gave, he left it all on the floor for my dingling. <laughs> My dingling, my dingling. So like, like gleeful about it. So he does these songs, starts duck walking. You know the duck walk with the guitar? Mm -hmm. He duck walks to the left from stage right to stage left. Duck walks from stage left to stage right. Duck walks from stage right to stage left. Suddenly, where's Chuck Berry? I'm telling you, this is under 20 minutes. He knew, he knows like legally what he had to do to be on stage for it to constitute a Chuck Berry concert. He duck walk off that stage. The band played for like 10 minutes without him. He's in a car. He's probably a JFK already. <laughs> By the time these guys leave the stage, it was like people who got mugged it's more graceful for people to get their money taken from them if you, you get a, a, a zip gun shoved in your face. Zip gun. You know what a zip gun is? It's these homemade guns that these people make. You just like, like they, just like hands, like a. But you like can get it through a, like a metal detector or something like one of those. No, it's more just like I can't get my hands on a gun. <laughs> People are like, what if I made a gun is more where the, how it's answered by the zip gun. What if I just wanted to make one? And it's just, I guess it's, what do you go to Home Depot and you get some, yeah, have you ever seen a zip gun, Mike? No. I remember in Death Wish 3, the one dude had a zip gun because he said to Bronson, I got a zip gun. And he was helping Bronson, like, run around. Did you ever see Death Wish 3? I've seen Death Wish 1 only. Uh -huh. Okay. Original gangster on Death mm -hmm. Wish. Sure. Or nothing else. Well, this is what happens. Death Wish 1, I think four people die in Death Wish 1. Death Wish 2, I think, like, six people die in that. Death, Death Wish 3, I think it's probably, like, 350 people die. It's like... They made it after Rambo, so like they're just like, right. if Bronson's coming back for Death Wish, we got to make this thing like Rambo. It would be the biggest news story of the last 50 years, because it would basically be like, imagine in New York, if 300 people, if there was, a, if there was like a gang riot and 350 people died in it. But who set him off this time? Who uh, who had the Death Wish? Well, his old friend, his one of his old military buddies... Uh, uh, was uh, killed by some hoodlums. Now, this movie was filmed, uh, a lot of it was filmed in Ireland and England. 
Uh, the main guy, uh, this hoodlum, his name's Manny Fraker. And uh, none of it looks like New York. And it's just these gangs running around. And Bronson comes to, 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 to avenge his old friend. Like he, there's this guy, the giggler, who like grabs your bag and runs away. And Bronson like, this is one great, it's one of the all-time worst movies. He has this thing, he gets a popsicle from a store and throws a camera over his shoulder, little camera with a strap, and the giggler grabs it. And then Bronson like drops the popsicle, pulls out the biggest gun you ever saw, shoots a giggler dead in the street. People from the windows are screaming, he shot the giggler. He shot the giggler. And then Martin Balsam, you know Martin Balsam, the great actor, character. He, uh, I guess this movie for him would have been called uh, My New Car, uh, this job for him. This was called Marty Wants a New Car. Phoning it in is what you're saying. Martin Balsam phoned it in on this one. Phoning it in. I wish I could play this over the air because it's got a bad word in it. If I was on Raw Dog, we'd be playing it all. You guys would start there. So he gets a machine. He has like an old machine gun. He's like, you blankety blanks. He gets like this old rusty machine gun from the war out of like his bureau. And he's out on the fire escape and he's just like trying to fire it and then it jams up. And then you hear the worst loop line you've ever heard in your life. Somebody screams out, it's not working. Kill the MFR. I've watched that scene. I'm not kidding you. If I've watched it 1,200 times in my life, that's the over-under. 1,200 for watching it. So who had the zip gun? This dude, I think his name was Rodriguez from the from the building. And his the gang killed his wife. So Rodriguez is running around with a zip gun shooting people. You got to watch this movie. Yeah. Do, I mean, do I need to uh, watch two? You'll be to able to through. follow I'll it. I'll be able to pick it up. Well, here's the plot of two. He kills people. Okay. In maybe Los about, Angeles. Maybe about six. He kills about six, six, seven people. He starts in New York in one, goes to LA in two, back to New York in three. Four, I think he goes up against like... Wait, how many deaths? Five. They made five. Wow. In the in the the final one, I think he's just driving by in a car. He's just like, like, <laughs> he's just like shooting from a, from a car at people. <laughs> he's just, he's, he doesn't even get out of the car. <laughs> he just pulls up and shoots. It's just all green away. screen. Like they just yeah. got him for yeah. They had him for like half a day. He did all the scenes <laughs> yeah. from a car. He's just like. If I'm going to do this movie, we better make it fast. You got me for nine hours for Death Wish 5. That rat mustache, right? That bushy rat mustache. I kind of like it, though. You don't like that mustache. You like, I like it. You like the full-on Charles Bronson rat mustache. I do. It's like a uncleaned toilet brush. I think it's a good look. It's a good look. (laughs) Gail Bennington. Yes. Are you having an okay time? I'm having a swell time. It's always fun when you're here. I'm having a blast, I hope you come as much as you want here. All right. 
Should we go to the phones and see if anybody has any? Yeah, why not? Phone it in. I have another for you. I have another phone it in. So anyway, this Chuck Berry thing, he played 15 minutes and split. Oh, I was furious. I was just like, that dude phoned it in. We'll get to your next All right, one. That's fine. Best show. Hey, this is Max from Centennial, Colorado. Max from Centennial, Colorado. Where is Centennial, Colorado? It's like uh, 20 minutes south of Denver, yeah. I guess. Just say Denver then. Centen- Denver, Colorado? Denver. Well, technically I'm from Centennial. It's like 20. 20- no, you'll never go to Centennial. It's a shithole. Oh, oh thank you. Goodbye. Uh-oh. Don't raw dog it, bro. Oh, boy. Best show. Hey, Tom. Uh, I got one for you. It's Al from Sydney. How's your night going? It's Al from Sydney. Al or Alf? Uh, Al, but Alf is fine. Uh, vote okay. Melmachian. Um, All right. Uh, phoning it in, I've got the new X-Files series. Did you watch that? I did not watch it. Did you David Duchovny was like more NyQuil than man. He literally was the doziest performance I've ever seen. Like if you cut him, like what would come out? Green NyQuil, orange? The orange? I think it would be like the purple drowsy one, man. Mm. He, he really did not give it his all. And even the writing was bad. It was, it was, it was miserable. Uh, Harrison Ford in the new Star Wars as well. That's yeah, that's another, like stand up oh putting it in. Good one. That's, that's a good one. Yeah, he was. Like, I kind of felt like J.J. Abrams was behind him, like what, like waving cash like a baby with keys <laughs> to get him to act, to get him to do the thing. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like off here. They just CGI'd out. They had like a stick, like a like a like like a stick with a string with just a wad of money, and they're just like. We'll CGI it out later. He'll just run toward the money. <laughs> like, imagine he. And look, we can say he dies in the movie now. Everybody's had a chance. It's to been, see it's been oh, six months. Give him a second, though. You didn't give them one second. It's on this. May. I know. It came but out in December. Still, you didn't give them one second. If you didn't get to it in the last five months, you missed your shot at being. Star Wars spoilers being uh, preserved. So, the, um, yeah, that guy, he shows up, puts that same, he's like a loser. First of all, like, Han Solo's like a loser now. He's like when Fonzie was still on Happy Days, like after, like, Richie's gone, but now there's just Fonzie still wearing his leather jacket. It's like, you're like 36, dude. You're hanging out at the malt (laughs) shop with everybody. Like, it's it's getting creepy. You're hanging out with, like, high school juniors. Yeah, it was a bad look. I mean, it's a particularly bad look. I mean, even in this this other world, Mm -hmm. if there's a dude who's wearing his same clothes that he rocked in his 20s, it's not a good look. You'd be, you'd just be like... Even the scumbags in that movie were calling him a scumbag. Like, you know, those other traders are just like, Helen Silly, you're a bum. We're a gang of bums, and we think you're the biggest bum going. But he was like a bum. He seemed almost like a bum, just like like had a deadbeat dad vibe going on. He did, like, 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 yeah, the, like a not even like in the first ones. He's just like, ooh, this scoundrel. In this one, it's just like this dude seems like a like he's Sad. cheating people. Like, thank you for the call. It was a good one. Imagine him putting that vest on for the first time, right? When he's just like, well, I guess I'm back. Doing Han Solo again. Uh, and then 
maybe one of the funniest things if if there's funny things that happen out of people getting hurt, which can happen. He's filming the movie. A couple days in, the door of the Millennium Falcon lands on his foot. <laughs> like like he got hurt. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah. The door the door like accidentally closed on his foot. So you picture he's just he doesn't want to be there. He's just like Fine, I'm in this Star Wars movie again, and suddenly the door, oh, my leg! Like, now he's now he really doesn't want to, imagine the mood he was in for the rest of that movie. Like, my foot will never be the same again. And then, because uh, Han, Han Solo's still hanging out with uh, Chewbacca, right? That's weird. Yeah, I mean, how, many, how old is Chewbacca? Because he got married. He was married. He has kids. Yeah. He then he calls he, Chewbacca when it all falls apart. Says like, uh, "Hey Chewbacca, what are you up to? You got, you want to hang out again on the Millennium Falcon?" But you know, Chewbacca's got kids too, and a wife. So these are just like two deadbeat dads. Yeah. So Chewbacca had kids. I didn't know he had. Yeah, he has kids. Only I only know this because there was a Christmas special, but it's not Christmas. I don't but think Chew- that's canon. But it's like uh, Chewbacca goes home for something yeah. is like the Festival of Lights. Yeah. That's Hanukkah, yeah. but it's something like that. Yeah. So Chewbacca goes back. Yeah. I'm sure that – I don't think that's exactly like – I'm sure they're just like, that is not the – Yeah. Official Star Wars canon. It is, and um, it I is. think okay. Je- Je- Jefferson Starship showed up also, and played the song. This is a real thing. And no, it's that it's yeah. that terrible special they did. Yeah. So these are two deadbeat dads. They have family at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chewbacca probably has grandkids at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's just still out there chopping it up with his old buddy. Yeah. Like, where's Chewbacca? Where's Grandpa? I don't know. He's probably with that creep in the vest again. And like, what does he do with that vest? Get? Does he go like? Does he have like multiples on that vest, or does he go like just like a, a closet full of one vest? A one, just like six white shirts, <laughs> six vests. That's all he's got, and he just. I guess I'll put a new vest on. This vest getting a little, little tattered. Best show. Hey, Tom. Hi. Who's this? Hey, this is uh, Rich from Chicago. Rich, you're here with me and Gail Bennington. Hey, how's it going, Tom and Gail? What's up, Rich? What's up? Um, So I had one for the topic. What do you have? For phoning Uh, it in. Right. Uh, I was trying to think of a good basketball one, and I think... uh, Phil Jackson, right, is yeah. probably yeah, phoning it in the most. I would say, yeah, he kind of doesn't show up to the games. Yeah, he's he's phoning it in. He's now the, I know you don't like basketball because the sneakers squeak on it's the floor. It's just the squeaks. If it wasn't squeaks, I'd be fine with it. You really can't handle the squeaks. It's really difficult. Have you seen a game in person? I have never seen a game in person, no. On a professional level. What if this happened? What would you rather happen, Gil Bennington? Mm. Would you rather 
have your ear on the ground at a basketball game, mm-hmm. like like head one inch from the floor. Yep. Squeak central, right? Mm-hmm. Or handcuffed to Ted Cruz while he's got one of those uh, issues going on mm-hmm. from the debate. Basketball. Basketball, right? Give me the game. Okay. I'm going to be able to deal with What if Ted Cruz was playing basketball? What What is my choice? <laughs> <laughs> or you just say goodbye to your hand. I don't need the hand. Yeah. Which hand? Which, Hold on. which hand? Which hand? That's a, okay. Yeah. Which hand? Fair point. Are you left-handed or right-handed? I'm right-handed. You're right-handed. I thought you were right-handed. I could kind of spot that. Wait, you're left-handed? Yeah. Duh. You're such a left-handed person. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense, Tom. Yeah. I'm extra special. Yeah, I know. These these left-handed people, they really mm-hmm. uh, they really like giving themselves a pat on the back. We do. We buck the system. Right? They try to break you the habit. Sorry, man. I'm sticking with the left hand. That's what we said. So, caller. Yes. Phil Jackson is terrible. Oh, yeah. Thanks. I had a- oh. Best show. Uh, hi, this is Connor from Missouri. Hey, uh, let's liven it up with uh, some non-dudes at some point here. <laughs> Connor. Because, uh, Mike, hold on. Yeah. Hold on a second, Connor. I'm going to put you on hold for a second. Okay. Hey, Mike. I mean, this, first of all, this guy's voice is driving me up the wall. I mean, it sounds like he's he's talking through a, 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 a megaphone. And he's, he's simultaneously grating and boring, which I don't know how you can do that, but he's doing it. So if you listen, listen to his voice when I take him off hold, Mike, what he's doing if you ever hear another caller doing it, you hang up on them. Hang up. Okay, now, hold on. Okay. Hey, Connor. Welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you. Uh, so, uh, what, what do you got for the topic, buddy? Uh, well, I have one thing that's kind of for the topic and one thing that's a little bit off topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess on topic, I... Like the four main guys from that movie a few years ago, Last Vegas. What? Oh, what? Okay. What the? Last Vegas. Let me see if I can yeah. guess all four guys. Kevin Klein. Do you know the guys, Connor? Oh, yeah. Am I supposed to say yes yeah, afterwards? Yeah, you are. Kevin oh. Klein. Yeah. Morgan Freeman. Yep. Robert De Niro. Yeah. And the fourth was... Benedict Cumberbatch. That's it. Now, who was the fourth one? It was Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, that's right. So you put all four of them. You think that's like a, that's like a four horsemen of phoning it in. Uh, I thought Kevin Klein was okay in it, but the rest of them, yeah, pretty much. So, three of the four phoned it in. Kevin <laughs> Klein brought it. It it all rested on it. his shoulders. Yeah, he Did, carried the movie. Have you seen Last Vegas? No, Cal? no, I have not seen Last Vegas. 
who dies in it? One of them has to die. There's no way one of them doesn't die during the movie, Caller. I don't really remember. I watched it when it came out with my dad. Mm-hmm. Went to the movies just the other day. My father and I saw Las Vegas. We sat in the theater. It was pretty lame. Kevin Klein was better than the other three. And then I said, hey, Dad, I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to go to the bathroom and hit my vape pen a couple times. Yeah, right? You did. You can admit it. No one knows who you are. What? I vaped hard during that movie. You vaped hard. I can't stand. No, I I hung up on him, though. He was the worst. He's gone, thankfully, though. I kind of miss Connor, You do? I didn't. That was the worst caller in the history of this show. Thank God he's gone. And then I have something a little, uh. What? Uh, I have something a little off topic. Oh, off topic. Okay. Yeah. Because being on topic went so swimmingly. <laughs> let's go off, let's go off road now with Connor. Right? Alright. This is it. This yeah. ATV goes off road. Where are we going, yeah. buddy? Alright, well, I was wondering what you, a showbiz insider, mm-hmm. would suggest we do to make AP Mike, the next Colonel Sanders in the KFC commercials. That would be pretty good if AP Mike, because it's so far it's been Daryl Hammond, Norm McDonald, Jim Gaffigan, right? And then you're saying AP Mike is next? Yeah. Hmm. It's going to be a little tricky because Mike is, uh, What's that? He's make, he's making a lot of money these days. Uh, uh, as uh, he he dresses it as a, a a big beef and cheese outside of Arby's these days, and he makes he's making some pretty good coin dancing around in front of the Arby's in Bayonne, yelling "We got the meat" to the tune of Maybe. "We got the beat." <laughs> we got the meat. Everybody, get on your feet. Everybody. Oh, we got the meat. That's so gross. You know they're going to do that. Thanks, Connor. Who's uh, on the hotline, Mike? Mm. Another person calling in. Well, well, well. I'm being told to go to the hotline because there's a rock star on it. Um, Uh-oh. Hello, is this Sabrina? Oh, yeah, this is just Sabrina from from Texas, from a giant dog. From my favorite. No rock star. From my new favorite band, The Giant Dog, on Merge Records. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, you guys are so awesome. How did you get so awesome? Um, I don't know. I don't remember most of it, but uh, it's been a long run. You know, this is um, our eighth year in business as this, this little band, The Giant Dog. But this is your first album on Merge Yes, it right. is our first album on Merge. Now, is and, it, uh, it's your third album, though, right? You guys have three albums? Mm-hmm. It's our third, but Merge's first ever dog album. Yes, and it's so good. I've been playing the album like crazy on the show because I love it so much. The album's called Pile. It's a pile. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, people have been telling me that they've heard our songs 
um, on your show. Yes. That's exciting. Points. You played them last week, right? Yes. I have my, 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 my uh, friend, Gail Bennington, is with me tonight, uh, Sabrina. Hi, Gail. Hi. From I- Raw Dog. You ever, do you listen to satellite radio, uh, like Sabrina, you you know what? No, I don't. I had um, I had XM radio in my Pontiac about ten years ago, but mm-hmm. I don't um, I don't get on computers enough to really listen to satellite radio. I know that's the lame answer, but um, also Gail is a unisex name. It is. You're very right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard I heard uh, a giant dog last week when Tom uh, played you guys on his show, and it was excellent. Awesome. And I'm going to play it again tonight. Again, one more time. Now, you guys are playing. You're playing on Thursday, right? Where are you playing? You're playing in New York City on Thursday. Yeah, we're playing Cake Shop in uh, Soho. And the opening band is. is They live. They They live. They live, which. One of the producers of this show is in They Live, Pat. I know. His name's Pat. And I've never met him in person, but I, I sure am excited. I hear he has lovely fingers. Well, wait till you see this guy. <laughs> this guy is like a vision. Yeah? Does he have uh, long albino hair or something? No, he's super cool. Oh. He, he's like, a, he's like a, a, a hunk. He's like a rock hunk. <laughs> a real dreamboat. Yeah. Because some of these hmm. rock people, one's creepier than the next. Not Pat. Pat's a good-looking dude. And his band is going to be playing with a giant dog at Cake Shop in New York City this Thursday. I can't they wait. They live. Yeah. And the giant dog at Cake Shop. Which Thursday. is his. I, I don't know if I'll be able to tell him apart from the other people, though, because all y'all have told me is that he's um, very attractive, and I don't, I don't know. I don't have a filter. It's like um, I don't know. I look at everybody and I'm just turned on pretty much. So well, I you hope be- that I can figure out who it is. You better get your hands on some, I don't know what, because <laughs> that is going to be a, uh, it's, 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 he's a, he's a hunky dude. Pat, is this making yeah. you uncomfortable? Yeah, I feel like you're kind of selling him or something like over the radio you're like auctioning him out to just some traveling i'm complimenting him i'm complimenting him he's 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 been here he's such a nice guy and he's i can't he's gonna rock so hard at the show he's gonna set the table for a giant dog so well pat hello there hey hey pat this is i feel like we're in some sort of uh old world arranged situation here it'll be good uh, to meet you nice to meet you over the air i just want to tell the radio audience one thing yeah what's that so there there's another band called they live okay uh from the midwest and we're not them we're they live with an exclamation point at the end based on the movie based on the john carpenter 1987 film they live we're that band but there's another Mm -hmm. band i know it's very confusing we don't play often but we're looking Forward to Thursday night. It's going to be great, and I'll meet you then in person. Maybe I'll see some listeners. Oh, man. Thanks, Pat. I hope that's not what's going on with the giant dog. There's actually another band called A Giant Dog, and it's uh, like a male-female singer-songwriter pair, and they write kind of depressing but poppy, upbeat punk songs, but that's not the band that I'm in. I'm... um, 
I'm in another band called A Giant Dog. I'm telling and, you, you don't worry about that. People are getting them. People get it. They're getting the message. They're not going okay. with the, the the other. We play it here. Everybody gets it. They're not going to think it's some acoustic duo. <laughs> Good, good. Yeah. So, Sabrina, mm-hmm. I hope to see you on Thursday at the big rock show. Oh, you're going to be there, too. I hope so. Oh, I thought you were just sending Pat to entertain the touring act. Um, like a minion? Oh, well, yeah. I thought you were having him do all your dirty work. and. Uh, no, I get out I'm there I'm glad that you'll be there. Yeah, that's cool. I get um, out there. How will I know that it's you? Will you wear a Hawaiian shirt or something? Sure. So well, I usually do. So I'll I'll wear one of my nicest Hawaiian shirts that night. I uh, I have I wear a Hawaiian shirt. I have uh, kind of curly uh, long hair. I have aviator glasses and a and a mustache. <laughs> I feel like you're describing me right now. No, I'm, That's great. I'm describing Weird Al in 1986. <laughs> well, we we must have a same a similar hero then. Well, we're gonna see they live, and then we're gonna see a giant dog, and everybody. Do you think, yeah. Sabrina? What would you say, true or false? Everybody should buy the new album by a giant dog. True or false? Oh, that's certainly false. I don't recommend it for children. Okay. Um, under the age of maybe 10. Okay, I don't recommend point. it for Christians, okay. probably. I think Christians can get into it. It's rock, okay. it's rock music, right? <laughs> yeah. It's passionate. Yeah. They just don't have to look inside the record, maybe. Maybe that part they don't have to do. Oh, sure. They love it. That's Their favorite thing is... Half naked bodies covered in mud. Pardon. Oh, no, thank you. Sorry. Um, my band is actually parked outside right. of a uh, you go hotel do, right now. You go do it. Uh, we'll all see you, and everybody in New York's going to see you on Thursday. Awesome. Right, everybody. Yes, everybody. They're lining up now. We're going to start lining up tonight. It's going to be like. It's going to be like people lining up outside Star Wars movies. People are going to think it's the Hanson Brothers or something. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh, my phone is dying. Okay, all right. You go, Sabrina. We will talk to you soon. Yeah, I can't wait. Thanks for calling. um, To to meet you and Pat. I am confused about the situation that has been arranged. uh, Don't worry. I can't wait to see you all anyway. It's a piece of cake. We'll see you soon. Andrew is excited, too. I'm excited. Okay, Andrew. You have a great night. I'm patting him on the head for you patronizingly. You. Yes. All right, Andrew. Night. We get it, Andrew. Okay. <laughs> Rock star a palooza tonight. Jeez. Right? Tom, you got some some A-listers. Yeah. Some real A-listers calling in here. And the biggest of all. Cal Pennington. Oh. Dot com. So, you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to play a giant dog, and then we're going to pick it right back up with phoning it in and more surprises on the best show. Here is a giant dog with their song, I'll Come Crashing. Check it out. 
giant dog. How about that? I'll come crashing. That was great. Yeah. Alright, enough's enough. I'm not gonna play the whole thing. Boop, 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 boop. I need where is my music? Why won't you do what I want? Computer. Remember when he did that? Star Trek. Computer. I've never seen a Star Trek of any kind. Star Trek what? Anything. I have never seen a Star Trek. You've never seen any Star Trek ever? Mm-mm. No. Hmm. Have you ever seen... I've never seen a Law and Order. I've never seen one Law and Order ever. I got real heavy into the uh, SVU in college. Mm -hmm. I I lived with some ladies who were into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they liked their victims extra special. And uh, it was dark. It was a dark show. It was a dark time. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not watching that. Don't. But Star Trek, man. Because uh, the what's his face Patrick Stewart was just like the line must be drawn here. He said that to the Borg. You'd like Star Trek. It's like why do you think that? Because it's like Game of Thrones in a spaceship. That does sound pretty good. You're right. I feel like I've seen some of the TV mm, show, oh, like a couple episodes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of a oh, TV so show mm-hmm. when I was young, okay. but I've never seen a movie of a of a Star Trek. So you're walking back your. I've never seen a Star I've, Trek. I haven't. Statement. I've seen some, maybe some moments. Um, okay, fair enough. Like clips and things, like tribbles and whatnot. I We're here so. in the studio with Gail Bennington, my friend, right? Yes. Co-host of. Sirius XM's Raw Dog Channel. Not the channel. The Bennington no. Show. Coast of Bennington, which is on Sirius XM Raw Dog. What is this, 99? Mm-hmm. Raw Dog 99? 99. Okay. Look at what people are saying on uh, Twitter. Star Trek is great. I didn't say it was bad. Mm-hmm. I'm pleading ignorant Okay. to Star Trek. Fair enough. Just remember... The line must be drawn here. He was yelling that at, uh, I think, the Borg. I think he was yelling at the Borg. He did not like the Borg. Wait till you learn about the Borg. That sounds great. And uh, Seven of Nine, look out. Can't wait. Janeway. Wait till you meet Janeway. (laughs) Or Neelix. These are all impressions that you're doing, or this is... No, I'm just, doing funny, I'm just doing funny voices. Because the voices were names. selling me. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the phones here. Best show. This is Megan. Megan, How hi. How are you? Where are you calling from, Megan? I am calling from Granger, Indiana. All right. What's going on in Granger, Indiana tonight? I am actually moving from D.C. out to Minneapolis. You're moving 
Say that again now. I'm moving from D.C. to Minneapolis, and this is my stopover point. Oh, okay. So you're just, you are not from Indiana. You are en route to Minneapolis. That is correct, yes. Oh, Minneapolis, home of? My husband. And? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Well, it's, I wasn't going to, because it's funny to say your husband first before you say, like, Prince, for example. <laughs> story <laughs> no um i got a job there and we are driving and staying in a cabin in the middle of nowhere and it's kind of ridiculous a cabin? But I wanted... yeah you know what you don't want to do in that cabin tell me if you find the necronomicon i'm telling you right now don't open it <laughs> and if you go down the basement and there's all sorts of things from various horror movies, ignore all of them. I will. I will. I will be sure to do that. Yes. I'm scared of cabins. <laughs> Creepy. Too many bad mo- too many evil dead movies and cabin in the woods spooking me out. <laughs> we have a lot of um RVs around us. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. entertaining. Yeah. No weirdos ever driven in an RV before, right? No. Never no, been a creep in never. an RV. Yeah. Mobile house? That does not speak. That does not appeal to creeps at all. Everything I own, I can drive away? No, nah, that, doesn't, that doesn't bring out the unsavory. So, Megan, what do you have something for the topic? I do. I was listening and heard you were asking who's not calling it in. And I was wondering where Spike was. Spike, Spike. You know Spike, Spike writing the book. So this is, you took phoning it in. <laughs> Who's not going in? The in. most literal <laughs> version of phoning it in. Not the idea that they're, they're dogging it and not, uh, then just doing well, a, a, like a, a, a shoddy are, job. You're saying my like. My next topics are Drake and Trump, but Spike was my first. Yeah, Spike, look, I wish Spike would call. He knows the number. I'm not going to beg this guy. God knows what he's, he's this guy who used to call in the old show. I wish he called. I'm, he doesn't want to call anymore. That's his problem. I, what am I supposed to do? Put him on the payroll? I don't know. That's up to Spike. Well, I do know. I mean, no, he's, the he's, payroll's he's up to me. Wait, the payroll's up to Spike? No, the payroll's up to you. But... Yeah. Him wanting to be added onto it is up to him. I don't care about this. Look, God bless him. I hope he's as happy as can be. I follow him on Instagram. Every Instagram is like a it is like a cry for who knows what. More power to him. I had no idea that Spike had an Instagram. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you the name of it because I think it might be private. So I'm not going to. Uh, okay, uh, let's go with that. Yeah. Well, Megan, look, have fun in Minneapolis. Will do. Go to the uh, Soul Asylum Museum. Let me know how that I is. Will. Okay. Sounds good. And I'll talk to you soon. All right. Best show. Hey, Tom. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. This is Joe in Washington, D.C. Joe in D.C. What's up tonight, yes. Joe? Uh, well, I'm loving the show. 
Thanks. I'm as, here. As, I'm here as, doing it. We're talking about uh, phoning it in is the topic tonight, Joe. And I'm uh, here with yeah. I'm here with Gail Bennington. Hi, Gail. How are you? Hi. How are you? I'm 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 doing great. Just kind of uh, relaxing for the night. It's very uh, it's a very peaceful night here, and uh, I wanted to chime in if I could. Is that possible? Sure. You have something for the for the topic? I do. I do. Uh, phoning it in. Uh, hey, I'll just play it for you. Okay, I, you'll know what it is instantly. Okay. okay. It's a little, a little uh, tinny, but I think I know oh. what that was. Yeah, it's a, it's a. Is that a minor threat song? It, it it's not only a minor threat song. It, it's as far as I know, it's the last song they ever recorded. It's called Stumped. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, the story is that Ian MacKay, you know, had to be forced to come into the studio to to sing his lyrics for it, and you know. Look, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge MT fan, but he phoned it in in the lyric writing department on that and the singing department. You mean in the lyric department, no way to go. Where did we go? Where did we go? go, I think. How did we go? How did we go? Why did we go? I'm not even going to play the bridge because it's it's, it's worse. Mm -hmm. And look, he's, he's a genius. I'm a huge fan, as I said. Sure. So you, uh, you're, uh, did you grow up with them in D.C. with Minor Threat? Oh, well, I used to go see them. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I'm, I'm getting a little bit of, of sass from you, which I, I don't really appreciate. Um, Not real. I didn't mean, I don't mean to have I'm, any sass. I'm, no, Jill, no, Jill thinks, uh, uh, thinks I'm getting it from you, too. I, I, no, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to do Who thinks that you... My, my wife, Jill, she mm-hmm. she thinks I'm selling myself short all the time, so she wants me to tell you who I am. Okay, and I don't well, think I don't think that's appropriate. All right, who who are you? This is Vice President Biden. <laughs> this is Vice President Biden. Wait, yes. so, so you? This is Joe. So when you say it's Joe in D.C., yeah, you're yeah. Joe Biden. I sure am, son. Oh, okay, and. Which now begs the question. Yes. You saw Minor Threat a fair amount of times? Oh, I sure did, yeah. I I would see them at the old 930 Club. Okay. Were you, like, were you... you, In the the pit? Yes. You were in the pit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they used to call me Thrash and Joey. (laughs) Thrash and Joe... Not Joe. Joey. Well, I was younger then. Okay. Yeah. So people could... More carefree. Yeah. Little, so you'd be out in the pit. So any you you were a big DC hardcore fan. I did not know I, that. I I loved all of it. Yeah, I loved mm-hmm. Iron Cross. Some of the slower stuff Iron Cross was into. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, of course, Government Issue. You know. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. My friend John Stamp. Mm-hmm. And uh, what about uh, S.O.A.? Can I be honest? Sure. I thought they were a little ham-fisted. 
That was Rollins's first band. Yeah, yeah. You didn't, you didn't L- like SOA. Little throaty. No, no. He sang from the throat at that point. You know, he didn't really know how to sing yet. You listen to to that as opposed to My War, mm-hmm. or Slip It In. He's singing from you know from the diaphragm. That's how you. That's how you sing. That's oh. how Glenn sings. Glenn. Danzig. Oh. Okay, I didn't know you were a Misfits fan also. Oh, yeah. I'm tour managing these dates coming up. <laughs> You're tour managing their reunion dates. I sure am, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So so anybody who goes to them, if they look in the wings of the thing, they could maybe see you with, I guess, like a, a laminate pass on? No, you idiot. I'm not going to be in the wings. I'm going to be on stage. <laughs> How are you going to be on stage? I'm policing the pit. So you're. So yeah, you'll people be, jump up on. If they jump up on stage, VP Joey B is throwing them off. Okay, so you're going to be there, just shoving people off the stage. Yes, yeah, and I get off on it too. I get pretty violent. I, I'll, I'll, I'll warn everybody right now. Like, and you're not worried at all that you might be a little past your prime in terms of shoving kids back into the pit. Oh, not at all. No, I've been doing my ab roller for like 15 minutes every day. To get ready for the big Misfits yeah. reunion tour. Yeah, yeah, I wish you could thump my abs right now. They're very taut. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not, yeah. I don't want to thump your abs. Would Gail like to? I'll have a go at it. <laughs> See? <Sure>. Okay, <laughs> fair enough, I guess. All right. Well, look... Oh no, Jill's mad at me. Oh no, she heard it. No, so is that, oh, you're in the doghouse now. I'm in. I'm in the Dutch doghouse. The Dutch doghouse, because because <laughs> Gail wants to thump your abs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Jill, I'm coming. Okay. Yeah, fix me a bong hit. I'll be right there. <laughs> Look, bong I, hit. love the show. Oh yeah, we smoke weed. Okay. Well. Yeah. Fair enough, I guess. Well, you know, I, I I've legalized it in my mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, like Peter Tosh said. Mm-hmm. Remember that Peter Tosh album called Mind Legalize It? <laughs> no, I think it was just called Legalize It. I don't think it was called Mind Legalize It. I think it was, yeah. I'm pretty sure it wasn't of, of uh, Mr. Biden or VP. What, what do I call you? Sir? <laughs> Sir. Okay. Yeah. Sir. Yeah. All right. Well, look, I got to go puff tough, okay? Well, you're going to go puff tough. You yeah, have Biden. a great night. We will talk to you, you soon. Too. Okay. You too. Biden out. Okay. Biden. There he goes. Wow. What an honor. Right? That was really exciting. The star power in this okay. show tonight. I'm floored. Yeah. Unbelievable. Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi, Gail. How are you? Folks? Hi. Oh, I'm good. Who's this? This is Evan from Saskatchewan. Evan from Saskatchewan. What's going on in Saskatchewan tonight? Well, sir, I'm in actually in Vancouver, but you know, I'm loyal. Why does everybody? <laughs> it's an overall comment. This and I want all the callers, all of you. Look, I love all of you. I love you. You're the lifeblood of this show. You're why I'm here. Well, that's not, but. I love y'all. There's a running trend of people saying, "Hey, I'm I'm from here 
And then when I ask about it, you go, well, I'm not actually from there. I'm actually at this different place. I, and this is, take this in the best possible way. It doesn't matter where you're, where you're from. Just tell me where you're, you are. To be fair, Tom, there. Or just say you're in the place you're not. To be fair, there was an Evan from Vancouver that said some stuff I didn't agree with, so. Uh, it's easier to be from Saskatchewan. Well, you could have left out the detail that you're currently in Vancouver. <laughs> not an important detail in the in the, for this call to be successful. I'm not going to lie. This guy kind of makes me miss Connor. You kind of wish Connor enough. was back? I miss Connor. Yeah. You guys get Fair a enough. lot of truckers call your show. <clears throat> That's Bennington, true. right? Yeah, we do. Yeah. A lot of truckers. A lot of uh, truckers. Sirius XM subscribers. So. Yeah, look, I'm not saying it in a judgy way. It truckers, sounded like it sounded They like are our cowboys, truckers. This country would shut down if it wasn't for truckers, right? Yeah. If it wasn't for truckers, where would America get its bottles full of urine thrown out alongside the highway? You're not going to see a drone do that. All right, Amazon? Yeah, no, you're going to get a 3D printer isn't going to 3D print a bottle of urine a gatorade bottle full of urine on the side of the highway okay bro well what's going on evan what do you got for me well i, I had something for the topic well, first of all you don't uh, say like hi it. to gal you don't say hi to gal i did say hi to gal hi gal hi it was a trick i knew you said hi to her hello gal hi um i had something for the topic uh randy newman uh, my my thing for the top is Randy Newman. I feel like, you know, he did so much, and over the last dozen years, he's phoned it in. But give me an example of something that's him phoning it in. Toy Story. <laughs> yes. What are other themes he's done? Toy Story is like 35 years ago. What are other things he's done now? Uh, well, he did Leatherheads. He, did the, he composed the score for Leatherheads. The George Clooney movie? Yeah, or the guy from The Office, maybe. <laughs> Get off my phone. No. This guy. He's got to go. Yeah, right? He's, he's getting go. on George Clooney. He's getting on Randy Newman for things that nobody even knows he's doing. Yeah, I'm going to strongly disagree with that one. But I do have one for you, Tom. You're a big Randy Newman fan? I just, I don't think he's phoning it in. Mm-hmm. You don't like the You Got a Friend song? You Got a Friend in Me? Well, I said that's, that one doesn't even apply because that's not even current. That's 20 years ago. Well, I don't I, I don't even know this Clooney movie. It doesn't exist. It's an old football movie where they wear like the helmets. You know, the leather, they're called leatherheads because they're wearing those like, uh, they look like uh, carved out melons and they drop them on their head. What do you have for me? Baby Jessica. Phone it in. Baby Jessica. Who? Baby Jessica. Yeah. The baby who fell down a well. Okay. She has been phoning in, riding on the success of falling down a well mm-hmm. 30 years ago. So you, What a, else has she done since yeah. then? What else? That's a pretty... So you're saying she's like a one-hit wonder. She's a one-hit wonder. One well? A one-well wonder. She fell down one well. <laughs> she's a one... Yeah, one-well wonder. And then she gets a first-name basis. She's just Baby yeah. Jessica. I've always felt really competitive with Baby Jessica. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're the same age group. Mm-hmm. She got a lot of attention. 
and nobody paid attention. You were down that I, I well. Could, I could fall down a well. But you were down Tom, a well. Tom, believe me, I could fall down a well. You were down a well, and like uh, you'd just be reading a newspaper down there. Yeah. Ugh, baby Jessica. <laughs> just getting all the play. Yeah. What about me down in my well? All right. Mike says that Charles Manson is phoning it in. Stop it, Mike. Just stop. I mean, he's got a good point. Are you kidding? He didn't. Okay, first of all, yeah, what? He didn't really kill anyone himself. One, uh, he's been riding off this thing. The stunt man. He killed the stunt man. He killed the stunt man, gal. Not really. Did he? He killed. Yeah, he killed the stunt man. He killed. Uh, what's the stunt man's name, Mike? Yeah, out on the ranch, he killed a uh, uh, shorty Shay. Look, I think he's phoning it in. He's been riding on those murders for a long time. He's not adding to the kill count. He's he's ninety. Yeah. All right, Mike. What's stop. he done? Do lately? this one, your serial killer podcast. Go do that with. Don't drag that ghoul stuff in here. Um, for right up my alley. It's like like I just met. Look, you you see, you gal, you do your show. You got these associates of yours, and it's like one, like you know what it's like. Yeah, like, sure. God love them. One's worse than the next. Pat's great. Oh, Pat's a saint. Yeah, but Mike is like, he's just like living it up out there. It's like he's got his own show going on out there. He does. That just happens to intersect with this one in terms of the 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 day and time. How many best show listeners do you think you would lose if Mike had a show? All of them. Probably all of them. Because <laughs> I, I, I could picture everybody. He, You know what happened? This is what would happen. I fire Mike. Right? Mm. I'd finally be like, can't do it anymore. You're out of here. He'd play the, Tom fired me card. Like, then I'm the bully. They'd all follow him to some, come come check out the Mike show. It's the real best show. And they'd all go. He'd probably do a subscription thing where he'd make more money than I've ever made on this thing in his first 12 hours of doing the show. And then this thing would start, and people would be—they'd be searching refunds on on PayPal within five minutes. <laughs> as Mike tells a, a story about how he got hard-boiled eggs at the uh, the the Quick Check in Bayonne, then they didn't have any more hard-boiled eggs. So then I went over and I found they did have pickles, so I got pickles instead. Yeah, they'd be looking, and I. Meanwhile, I'd be the bad guy. I'd be the villain of the piece. Who's good here, Mike? So yeah, anyway, yeah, you know what it's like. You got those people. Oh yeah, sure. I'm not even gonna dignify the ones who work with you, slash for you. You don't have to. Don't. This is not their night. This <laughs> Gail's night. This Gail's big night out. Right? It's like that movie, Baby's Night Out. Yeah. This is. It wasn't a night. Baby's day out. That would have been the sequel, Baby's Night Out. Be a baby crawling all over a construction site at night. 
John Hughes is worst. Like it just says that <laughs> in the on the poster because that's still the best review that the movie got. John Hughes is worst. Did you see Baby's Day Out? Uh, I feel like I saw it um, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I remember Baby was dangerously close to doing some things. Baby made it out okay. That's pretty yeah. much all I remember. That's one of those ones. They might as well just call that movie. Um, I guess we can all see this as a family, right? Yeah, exactly. The movie. Because nobody thinks uh, the baby's going to die. At no point, do you think? Nobody was worried about the baby. Is baby going to live? Yeah. Nobody's seeing that movie wondering. It wasn't Hateful Eight where you're just like, no. does the baby get out of this okay? Not like that baby Jessica. Mm. Drives you up the wall, huh? Phoning baby Jessica. Phoning it in. What if as an adult she was just like, I'm in another well. Help me. <laughs> she would. Get up on that mic, gal. <laughs> she yeah. would. There you go. Besho, welcome. Thank you. This is Carolyn in Brooklyn. Uh, Carolyn? Yep, in Brooklyn. <laughs> Where in Brooklyn are you calling from, Carolyn? Kickball, I'm calling from gardens. East Williamsburg. Where's that? East Williamsburg. We've talked about this before, haven't we? We sure have. East Williamsburg. That's fake. No, it's not. <laughs> I keep telling you yeah. this. You can really look it up. It's a real place. East Williamsburg. That's like me saying, I'm doing the show from the East Best Show Studio tonight. I can just declare, <laughs> yeah, I'm in the East part of this. There's no East Williamsburg. I'm pretty sure it was made up by brokers. Yeah, that's that's who that's who made it official. Somebody was trying to make a buck off the place. So what's going on, Carolyn? We're not going down this road again. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I found an acceptable context for phoning it in that I would like to share. An acceptable context? Yes. Well, this I've got to hear. All right. Hear me out. Oh, I'm ready to hear you out. Telethons. Because you're phoning it in, but you're giving money, so it's for a good cause. And the celebrities who are there are also phoning it in, but it's also for a good cause. Carolyn? It's the only time it's okay. You're out of here. Sorry. What is this? uh... That was no good, Tom. It's like a, it's like a, 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 puns? Are we doing puns? You know, if they're not going to take you seriously, Tom. Thank you, Gil. Thank you, Gil. You get it. Best show. Hello. Yeah, hi. Where are you calling from? Uh, what? Which wind tunnel are you calling from? <laughs> What's that? I'm calling from Redding, Pennsylvania. From Redding, Pennsylvania. What's going on in, what, what what's going on? What do you got? Uh, I have one. I'm not actually in Reading, like... Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'm actually, uh, I'm actually in Harrisburg. I just wanted uh, actually, to. Uh, yeah, Reading, Pennsylvania is really where I'm from. Hold on a minute. Did the Thunder okay. just win? Did the Thunder just beat the Golden State Warriors? That's amazing. Look, don't you take this moment from me. I gotta I'm look this up to. myself. Yeah, they did. Good. These rats. The Golden State Warriors. I want to see them bounced. They're, they lost. It's over, Mike. They got blown out again. Did you see that dude get kicked? Draymond Green. I didn't. He kicked this other guy. Did you? Yeah. He 
kicked him. Straight up kicked him right between the legs. No. If it was a movie, it would have gone ding when it happened. <laughs> That's how much of a direct hit this guy made. And then he and didn't the get suspended. Yeah. Song. Yeah. Chuck Berry. <laughs> Chuck Berry would have went. I think I know a song. This reminds me of a song I want to play. When I was a little boy, my mother bought me a brand new toy. Like, he's so, so gross. It was a bell tied on a string. And that's what he called my ding-a-ling-a-ling. I would have walked out. I should have walked out of the show I was at when he started that. Be like, but I didn't know he was only going to be playing for three more minutes. So go ahead. What's the deal with the call, buddy? Um, a couple, um, well, a lot of episodes ago, you were talking about the uh, pizza guy. Uh, you were at a pizza place, and uh, he was talking to you about your father. I have a similar story involving Billy Joel. I would like to share with you. Hold on a second. Okay. You're choosing to call to tell me about the story, to bring up the story of when me and my family were eating at a pizzeria after making funeral arrangements for my father. That's what you're calling to talk about? Uh, That's what you're using as a kickoff point for your fun call? No, it's not a fun call. I just thought it was an interesting story to share. Oh, but you have a thing about Billy. Unless Billy Joel dies in this story of yours, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, it, it, creep. Yeah, creep. Uh, yeah, five-star ghoul. Get off my phone. Hey, remember that story you told that time, Tom? Oh, yeah, the one where we ate at the pizzeria three blocks from the funeral home? Yeah, I do remember that. Fine. Oh, so you just want to... But it reminds me of this Billy Joel story. I want to tell you. Thinking, I bought a glass houses, and then the guy at the record store it was the laugh in his voice that really bothered yeah, me, Tom. He, it was like a lilt. Mm-mm. You'd think he was singing my dingling. Mm. Chuck Berry didn't have that kind of lilt in his voice in the creepiest version of my <laughs> dingling he ever sang. He didn't sound that <laughs> gleeful as that creep just did. worst it's the guy who wrote all these songs yet a lot of people know him for my dingling <laughs> yeah so anyway this guy draymond green he kicked this guy stephen adams right right downtown right that was like a walk downtown like he put like uh, was he one on the, giant step for mankind. Was he on the ground? What was the... I'm going to show it to All you. Right, and then I want your opinion of this kick. Let's see. Hmm. I wonder if this is the video. Draymond Green kicks Stephen Adams in the groin. I'm going to say, like, that's what the video's called. <laughs> okay. Did you see this, Mike? Pause that. Play this. I gotta do everything myself. 
Okay. Now watch this video and you tell me your reaction. This is Draymond Green. Okay. Steven Adams is right there. Watch this. Green putting a move on Adams. And he is fouled. You watch close. You'll, you'll get, don't worry, you'll get a better view. He's been living on the floor throughout the first three games of this Western Conference Final. That's a nice thing. Yes. As I mentioned earlier, playing with that bruised right thumb, took a couple of shots. Yeah, he does watch He does. It's the leg, guys. Watch the leg. Oh. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> follow through. On that the was, yeah. looks very time. intentional. Yeah. But yeah. three... You know that playing basketball when you pick one leg out. <laughs> the worst is his other arm is like he winds up yeah, he in order to really body get it momentum. Power. Yeah, yeah. So that dude did not get suspended for that, but he was playing tonight, and I was just like, please let this dude's team lose, because he they should not win. If they would have won with this guy on the floor after kicking this other dude right, uh, giving him the. I'm not even going to say it. I almost said something that would have been more f- befitting of sure. raw dog status. <laughs> Let me just talk about a couple quick things. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Jeff Owens, you know Jeff Owens, he does the best show artwork, all the stuff for the website. I just got to tell you, his web, his he's got a, his online store is over at mymetalhand.com, and he's he's redoing his Instagram and stuff. And if you want to, to he sells uh, all sorts of uh, uh, buttons and and uh, prints and stuff. He's such a great artist. He's done so much for the best show. Can't thank him enough. The best show logo, Jeff did that logo. So check out Jeff's store over at mymetalhand.com, and. Uh, we will also now be doing third hour independent advertising for the best show because, you know, it's an independent thing. I am going to, we'll do sponsorships for the third hour of the show for independent and small businesses only. We'll do a good, fair, discounted rate for people just to keep it going with the independent spirit of the show. So people can email me at best show number four life at yahoo.com. For more information on that, still taking those slogans for the show. I'm, I think I see a bunch of them on uh, on uh, Twitter. I have not tracked it in a while. Yeah, best show. Uh, hey Tom. Hey Gail. How are you? Hey. See, that's how you do it. Yeah, that was very. Hey friendly. Tom. Hey Gail. How are you? Very, very warm. We're off to a good start. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So um, on the topic of phoning it in. Right to the point. Mm-hmm. Very good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been waiting, man. Okay. Um, God had Nickelback on there. Yeah, but Nickelback, they're just not good. Yeah, I think that. No, no. But I mean, like. But you can tell the difference between good Nickelback and bad Nickelback? When did they start phoning it in? When they did that one song. Look at that photograph! No, no. Every time I admit that they laugh. 
No, the early stuff, though. The early stuff was actually not that bad. Okay, not that bad. But they, they've just been throwing it in. Cutting around the rotten parts of an avocado, right? Uh, I just not that I tried bad. to be objective. I tried to be objective. With You're them. smashing an avocado trying to get it green again. Yeah, oh well. Nice try, bro. But, um, Best show. Hello? Isn't it fun being on the Best Show? Oh, show? it is a blast. It is a blast. And you're never coming back, though. That's the problem. You told me you're never coming. You said third time's a charm. Yeah, I don't I'm out. It. I don't want well, it. That's, it. It's my loss. <laughs> Best show. Hi. How's it going, guys? Oh, this voice. Uh, go ahead. Well, who's this? Uh, this is Dan in Philadelphia. Dan in Philadelphia. What's up, Dan? Um, not too much. I had um, a couple sort of short things for the topic, and then I had... A somewhat off-topic thing related to the stuff you've been talking about. Let's, entertainment. let's stay on topic tonight. What, what do you got on topic for phoning it in? Uh, well, I was going to say, obviously, the Philadelphia 76ers uh, have been phoning it in. Uh, they're just for, terrible. They're not even phoning it in. They, they aren't. Uh, they're like barely they're, a basketball team. Right, yeah. They're, they're pretty obvious about the fact that it's, uh, it's a big joke to them yeah. these days. Uh, also, uh, the, the favorite of yours, Harry Shearer, uh, has been phoning it in for hey. a while. He literally records hey. the lines I did a voice on The Simpsons. You think I'm going to trash talk this dude? Uh, uh, sorry, sorry. How dare you? It's in the brotherhood. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi, Gail. Hi. How are you? Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Charlene from New Brunswick, New Jersey. Oh, New Brunswick, New Jersey. Hub City. <laughs> Yeah, I'm about a seven-year resident college graduate. So Home of? What <laughs> band came from New Brunswick? You know it. You can say it. Right? Um, Come on. You can do it. I don't know any that... And the people say, Brandy, you're a fine girl, the looking glass. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm honestly new to the New Brunswick music scene. In seven years. You've had seven years to learn about the looking glass. <laughs> and you haven't yeah. done it. This is true. Well, I'm going to let that slide. Thank you. I appreciate what, it. What, to what, to what do, do we owe the pleasure of this call? Well, I have something for the topic. It falls Ooh. short of ruining a legacy or wasting people's time and money, but um, I have a brother-in-law. He just had a birthday on Saturday in Jersey City at McGinty Square Pug. Your brother's phoning it in, your brother-in-law? No. I had an obligatory phone it in. Um, I literally had to call him on his birthday to tell him I wasn't coming because I rolled my ankle. My ankle. But you really didn't, did you? I really, really did, and he's a huge fan of the show. So if I may, I want I want to wish Kevin a very happy belated birthday. Well, you know what? I'm not going to let you do that because I'm going to do it. Oh, good. <laughs> Is Kevin listening right now? He should be. Kevin. Ha ha. Ha, I'm trying to find it. Ha, you got it. Ha, <laughs> ha. Happy birthday. That's all you get. Very good. Thank you so much. Kevin. How old are you now? Right? I don't know if he knows that, actually. There's some confusion. You don't know if he knows how old he is. What he is doesn't he? know whether born he's identity? or 30. <laughs> Jason Bourne. <laughs> are you going to see that new Jason Bourne movie, Charlene? No. No? No. 
Are you going to see Pixels 2? Probably not. Are you going to see The Do-Over with Adam Sandler and David Spade? Absolutely not. What movies are you going to see this summer? What are you looking um, I... forward to? Suicide Squad! No, no, not really. I'm looking forward to um, kind of the the generic uh, run, the Ghostbusters movie, I'm really looking forward to because Oh, there's Ghostbusters. There's four mm-hmm. reasons I'm not seeing that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know why mm-hmm. they didn't get Bill Mar- Dan Aykroyd, who hasn't been good in 25 years. Where have Bill he Mar- been? Why didn't they get those guys back, right? Let's bring them back. That's, yeah. who, that's who I want to see. Those old fossils trotting around with a giant <laughs> ecto pack on their back. I don't want to see the, 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 those guys. Oh, they're ruining Ghostbusters for me. Was they're it not that necessarily special in the first it. place? Yeah. Was it that important to you? This was no. It's so weird. No. Most of these mutants who are getting all twisted about Ghostbusters, they're, talk, they're caught up in the cartoon. <laughs> that's, their, that's what they like best. They didn't even like the original Ghostbusters That's movie. the one where Garfield does the voice. What? Really? Yeah. Garfield? Oh, wow. Yeah. Garfield does the voice of Venkman. Wait. In the cartoon. You're not saying Lorenzo uh, wrote as Doorman? I can't. I don't know who actually like, is the voice of I love, Garfield. I love, Lorenzo Music was his name? Look, there's a very strange thing that... On the cartoon, I think it's Lorenzo Music. Yeah, it was the... She gets it. Lorenzo Music. Lorenzo Music, Ghost Busters. First thing that comes up is uh, is you. You come up. It's really? First thing, yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> very there's strange. There's a big article about it at galbannington.com about uh, <laughs> the voice work of the Ghostbusters cartoon written by you. Yeah. Yeah. No, Lorenzo Music was the guy. He was also the voice of the doorman on Rhoda. Very exciting thing for people older than you. <laughs> so, thank you for the call, and we will see you. I'll see you at the theater on Route 1. Oh, very nice. Where Look forward to it. the flea market used to be that Kevin Smith shot part of Mallrats at. No kidding. No kidding. That's also the movie theater that Chris Gethard, in his book, got fired from, or quit from, and grabs a giant Inspector Gadget (laughs) movie standy and shoves it into his car. That's the same theater. I will see you at that theater. Very good. I look forward to it, Tom. Have a great night. You too. Best show. Hi, Tom. Hey, Gail. This is Jefferton from Texas. Well, this guy's got it off to the right start here. killing it. What's up, Jefferton? Uh, I had a quick one for the topic, but first, before I do, um, Gail, since your first appearance on The Best Show, Bennington has become appointment listening for me. Oh, that makes me so pleased. It's it's well worth the price of admission for Sirius for me. It's screamingly funny. It's very personal. I, I really, really enjoy it. Thank you so much. That is that is very cool. What's your favorite part of their show, Bennington? I I just the the fact that her and her father have such a very 
interesting and funny rapport is mm. just candy to me to listen to. That's my third favorite reason <laughs> to listen to the show. <laughs> if it was Family Feud, I would say, give me father-daughter rapport. Dang, Bing. third. You know what come in second? I would love to know. Chris Stanley. I thought that was one. No. I thought that was no. I thought that was one. Get ready. Number uh, one. Number one. Give me my friend Gail Bennington. Oh, number one. Oh. This is so sweet. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't one of the ones. No, I'm kidding. of course that's why. I almost had a raw dog response. Yeah. For a moment. It was very close. How do you how do you tame the raw dog? It's not easy, Dom. <laughs> do you just flit just like, are you sometimes yeah, but it's, like, it's more like, I'm, I'm, it's not like that. It's, it's just not like literally. Sometimes a... when you want to punctuate something. You just want to go. Bleh, 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 bleh. Yeah, but it's not out of anger. It's out of yeah. passion. I know. I listen to your show and somebody says something and you just go, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> and those beeps are swear words. I'm just like, boo, that's very comfortable with cursing into a microphone. We don't do that here. I know this is like old-fashioned at this point. You know what? But I've never slipped up on the show. No, you haven't. I appreciate that. Now, Jefferton. Yes, sir. What do you have for the topic? Uh, I was going to say Peter Mayhew, uh, the the actor that portrayed Chewbacca, because he refused to talk to or even look at my friend and I, when we met him at a comic book convention. That is not exactly phoning no, it in. It's that's not. Called, but I... <laughs> that's called, if we were doing a topic called, who was a douche at an autograph show, <laughs> then I'd have you'd, it, yeah, I'd have it you'd be at the front of the line with that one. <laughs> yeah. I would say, you know who's phoning it in? The C-3PO dude, Anthony Daniels. Anthony Daniels. This guy. Really riding that wave. He was moaning all, oh, they make the script this hidden, and then it's, why are they making such a big deal about the thing? Like, he's like, it's just, an, it's like, then don't do it. Nobody even knows you're in there anyway. You're everybody's least favorite character. Wait, this is the one who's in the suit? Yeah. He's or like, he's, he's the he's, voice? He's like 88 years old now, and they put him in that C-3PO suit, and he's the voice also. Everybody hates that C-3PO. Everybody. You yes. meet somebody who's like, oh, I like Star Wars. Who's your favorite character? Oh, C-3PO. Never Look out. <laughs> Never met Watch out. Who said it? Look out Lawyer for a rag today. filled with uh, chloroform. <laughs> That's coming next on a red arm, a red robot arm. <laughs> and then the, only, they to, the only way they could make C-3PO interesting in that stupid movie is his arm's red now. <laughs> And that was the most boring thing. Oh, his arm's red. I didn't, Ooh, I didn't how catch that it. that happen? I actually did not catch that. Yeah. He had a red arm? One there's one a, arm is red. There's a comic that actually explains why he has a red arm uh, that was released here recently. <laughs> it doesn't exactly help his case. But yeah, no. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. If you want to know why C-3PO's arm is red, get ready for the comic book that comes out six months after this movie. His arms. See, but he was like moaning about, oh, this, stuff. this guy's made so much money. And look, the other thing, the saddest thing about this Star Wars thing is the dude who played R2-D2, They he got 
he got le- left in the thing between the movies. <laughs> he was in that suit. They couldn't find him. <laughs> he was uh, he was at Skywalker Ranch, stuck inside one of those R two D two things for until they started making the next one. And then they're like, "All right, we're back in Star Wars biz." And then they get the R two D two thing, and then they're just like, well, "This thing's banging. It's making sounds." And then they open the thing. He like goes, like he fell out of it. Like, didn't you guys hear me? <laughs> And they're like, sorry, Kenny Baker. <laughs> so, a little Star Wars trivia for you there. Best show. Uh, hey, Tom. How's it going? This is Ben from San Francisco. Also, hey, Gail. Hi. Ben from San Francisco. What uh, What are you doing tonight with the Golden State Warriors down three games to one? Hurts, you know, I, I'm i okay with it. I... Yeah. Uh, I've been a, a Warriors fan since I was a kid, and I'm excited to see them doing so well. But it's also, you know, it's sort of like what happened with the Patriots when they started to get good. They were such underdogs and so bad for so long. They become the villain, yeah. Yeah, and, and how quickly, you know, Golden mm. State have become the bad guys kind of yeah. breaks my heart a little bit. But, well, it happens. You know. So go ahead. What do you got for me, Chief? Uh, well, I've got one for the topic, and I've got a potential slogan. Uh, I'll start with the slogan because I think you need to. It needs to be a little tough. You don't want to be yeah. profane, yeah. but uh, you want to have a little bit of you know edge. Yeah. So I think exactly. uh, best show. All of you can go to hell. Yeah, I don't know about that. No. <laughs> no, that's more of a seven-second delay type uh, thing. What do you got for the topic? Uh, well, this is sort of like that guy who called in about Nickelback. It's not a. Sh- uh, uh, it's not so much a band that was great that's phoning it in, but it's mm-hmm. seeing a band phone it in and realize that they were garbage the whole time. Okay. Uh, what is it? And, uh, well, when I was in Japan, I saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, at a, a concert, and it was, you know, I'm a man of a certain age, and like a lot of mm-hmm. dudes my age was at one point a, a pretty big <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers fan when I was a teenager. Okay. And they just, I mean, phoned it in to the extent of, giving stage directions to kind of the tech crew, like shouting out into the crowd, oh, I want the light over here, and mm-hmm. talking about John Frusciante's mm-hmm. injured hand. Like, it was it was like watching a dress rehearsal, and it was, I feel it's silly saying it was heartbreaking because they're a garbage band, but it was one of those moments, you know, at the end yeah. of the Yeah, no, they're, look, they're terrible already. Realized. So you saw a bad yeah. band put on a bad show is what it sounds like. Yeah, but didn't realize they were a bad band until that moment, and then all, it all kind of, Rushed in and yeah, it was. Uh, you know what song <laughs> I did at karaoke last week? What's that? California, rest in <laughs> peace. Yeah, Simultane. I've been on the thing other side. Okay, I'm talking. <laughs> such a rush to talk over me. <laughs> Best show. <clears throat> Hello. By all means, clear your throat. Right in the, I'm wearing headphones. You know, Gail's wearing headphones. Think we need to hear that? What am I, your throat doctor? You're like I'm evaluating you with that. That's what you did. Best show. I was waiting for my cue, you know. Yeah, your cue to 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 just cough. Isn't that AP Mike's job to like help us? You know, you know, 
part of the process. We cough up the phlegm with AV Mike. He should really prompt us for that. You're done. Oh, boy. Best show. <laughs> Look, I'm not. <laughs> He's not messing around, guys, no. please. Look, I'm raw in my own way. You are. You really right? are, and I see that now. Yeah. It's a little troubling, I'm right? Dream with a salmon. Oh, I know who this is. BB in Las Vegas. That's right, son. Love it. And to the and to the Bennington lady. Good evening. <laughs> yes. Oh, good evening to you. Good evening, Lady Bennington. <laughs> I like this yeah. title. Yeah, it's like Game well, of Thrones. I was trying right? to keep it chirpy, but yeah. I ended up being uh, Downton that Abbey. So Las Vegas. <laughs> What's going on in yep. Las Vegas tonight, BB? I've turned my back on it for a bit uh, to call y'all. Okay. On Vegas, you uh, turned your back on Vegas. Yeah, like the whole thing. I, I'm in my I'm in my bathroom. Can you hear the reverb? I can't. What's the best buffet talk a again, louder, baby? What's the best buffet? If I'm looking for, say, I like little bit of Chinese food. Little Chinese. Food. A little bit of pizza. Mm. Yeah. A little bit of salmon and mashed potatoes. A little bit of vegetables. You know, you can't beat the balladio with a stick. <laughs> oh What's, the best? What's the best buffet? <laughs> that's that's the only one that I've that I could recommend. I haven't been to one in a long time. Oh, oh, actually, yeah, I did yeah, go to the one at the Westgate, or uh, it was known as the Hilton for a long time, and it was something else in between, but. Yeah, it was the last time we were there, but I'm they you, don't give discounts to locals anymore. So, If I lived in Vegas, one out of every three meals would be at a buffet. And, you know, you'd, you'd make out well. Mm-hmm. You'd I'd have it down well. cold. I went to a buffet mm-hmm. when I was in Vegas at the Bellage, at the Bellagio. Okay, very nice. Large oh, yeah, quantity of food. Now let's figure this out. When when a Gail Bennington goes to a, bu- a, bu- a, bu- a buffet bu- bu- or buffet, as you mm-hmm. you say buffet, do you where, what do you start? Well, I, let me see. Do you, there's you, first of all, you can't start with soup. That's a waste of space. Mm, that's, could you so imagine anybody doing soup or, or salad at a buffet? Mm-hmm. You get you get get out of here. There's not vegetables. You get them cooked vegetables. What do you start with? Uh, the hot meat. What's that red hot? A gyro? What are you? No. no, where's the, it's like a roast beef light. There's a light that glows in one corner. This is an Arby's you're at. No. It sounds like you're at Arby's and you think that's There's a, the a guy with the knife and he ah, takes care of the, the roast. the station to yeah? one of the, the one of the. Get those crab legs. Serving stations. I'll usually start And then with, it's 75% dessert after that. Yeah. I figure at any buffet, I'm getting <laughs> seven plates worth of food. I'll go up seven times. Two of those are dessert. Hey, <laughs> Five full plates of food. Wait, is that funny? Oh, are you the baby's calling? Yeah, it, just, it seemed oh. like she wanted your attention. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, you know, I'm I'm sorry. I have a headset on. And I was losing it, and I was trying to get um, my bud's attention in the other room to come in and fix That's it. That's all right. Do you have something what for the topic, did? baby? I actually do, but I'm going to start it with a, with a 
Um, I never told you that. I, I met I met the Minutemen. You met the Minutemen? You bet you, man. That was up at Buff State sometime in uh, uh. in the summer of 82 Whoa. or 3. Um, it, yeah, I think 83. And um, they were performing in the quad right behind the um, the Union. And, and attached to the Union was their nasty little radio station. And that's where I met them. And I can, the only thing I could say about Dee Boone, the guy, he was so cute. He was like an overweight golden lab. You know, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I love girls. You know, that's that's. Yeah. Oh, that's heartbreaking and awesome. He's so sweet. He was so mm. sweet. And after I already Poor died, Boone. Like, right? Ah, damn it. One of the good oh, ones, right? Yeah. He was a. Oh, the way that guy would perspire when he played, he would just rock back and forth and just sweat epically. It's good. He's he's great. D-boom. Yeah, it's awesome. But the thing about the the radio station used to be kind of be on a carrier current. And the other the other thing, did you know that you were not the only Tom that I used to torture on a Tuesday night? Who Calling was the other Tom radio. you tore? Don't tell me. Tom Likus. I'm going to Likus that. Oh god. You called Tom no, this Likus? Is fun. I'm going to back I'm going to back into this. Okay. Um I'm ready. Yeah, he was. Uh, he he used to host host a lot of dance. He was the program director at the same radio station. He used to host a lot of local mm-hmm. dance parties, and he was a real Michael J. Fox, Alex P. Keaton kind of looking mm-hmm. guy. Tom Bergeron, just charming as the day is. Long. Is that who it is? Tom Bergeron? I, no, no, I'm. I, no, no, I don't think you can guess. Oh, I don't know until this until I get to the. No, I, uh, you may you may have run across him because. Um, after school, well, the thing is he was doing this. He literally did this thing one night where he didn't want to answer the phone calls on his call-in show. So he put all his responses on cart and kept hitting this button and it would say, all right, yeah, who's up next? And just like he wasn't there Mm -hmm. because he didn't want to, he was doing it kind of to bust on these little girls in uh, high schools out in, uh, in the suburbs who used to come to his dance parties, and they would call up, and he wouldn't talk to them. He would like just keep hitting the cart button. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start just playing say, tapes. Why are you being so mean? Yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, so I called that. him up, and I just started busting on him with this really, really cheap um, a Dr. Ruth impersonation. A what impersonation? You know, Dr. Ruth? Oh, so you were doing a Dr. Ruth impression. To yeah, trying to get him to pick up the phone. Uh huh. And he wouldn't budge. You know, just no, no, he would not budge. Well, uh, clever dude. Of course, after school, he went to New York and uh, got hooked up with um, a couple of networks down there. And, uh, and he, a lot of people I went to school ended up in. And New who York, did he become? But, uh, who did? Is he a name I know? Uh, long story short, he runs Spotify now. Mm, Spotify. Zap my credit card, man. Spotify, I do not have an account. They did charge me money. Thanks, Spotify, for having to make yeah, me well, you know what? change my credit card. And I must tell you something else about this guy. He has very uh, fierce and loyal friends. Well, he and is. he's a 
He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so apparently... I want you to know that if he came across negatively mm-hmm. in this in any way, shape, or form, well, that was just my poor... All I care about, no offense to you, B.B., I just want yes, my sir. money back from this guy. You know what? Um, he grabbed you off. Know, if you have a real problem, if you have a real problem, I'll... Uh, I'll take care of it uh, with the yeah. thing. I already canceled the credit card, but... Spotify. Not, yeah, not high on Spotify right now. You picked the wrong week to bring up the CEO of Spotify <laughs> on the show, baby. After, yeah. Well, it's kind of... Um, what is this charge? It was, that was... Uh, you know, that's not bad for Buffalo State College. Yeah. Now I know how he's so rich. Grabs 120 bucks from everybody at a time. <laughs> Hopes they don't notice the charge on that card. Me, that's what I'll start doing. You know, if I had it to do all over, baby, you know what I would do? Oh. Just buy a parking lot. Couldn't guess. I just buy a parking, parking. lot. Just make money. You never have up. to worry about what to wear. But I would I wouldn't even run it. I would just get some dudes to run it. I parked the other day cuz I was doing this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. 2 2 hours in and out. 62 bucks. 62. That's that's like bordering on cheap plane flight. That's 62. Rubbery. That's like I could maybe get a plane ticket for 62. All they were doing was letting me keep my car there, my car. They didn't give me a car or take me anywhere once I left my car there. They made sure no one stole it. Yeah. I'm not even sure about what those dudes do. I should count the change sometime. And some, you know, I'll say I'd pay $162 if one of these dudes could put my seat the way they found it. Every time I get back in my car, it's like uh, you think uh, you think uh, I was uh, Billy Barty getting back in the car. It's folded all the way up to the top. It's like you dudes can't put the thing back where you found it. Yeah. Whatever. So what do you got for the? Top no, they have TV? to make uh, make an allowance for that growth outside their liver. Yeah. Do you have something for phoning it in? Oh, uh, that that was uh, oh someone I think someone I think is. Uh, in an is in a negative light, she'll say. Who? Um, no, actually, I haven't really thought about that. Right. I was just telling you about the uh, the other guy. Okay. That was phoning it in. Sure. I thought. Oh, I got you. Considering it. That, yeah. So. Okay. I thought I filled the requirement. You did. You did. I'm I don't really say, want to bust on anybody. I'm putting a green check mark next to this call for you. And remember, um, yes, sir. The killers are from where you're from. Indeed. All right. Still baby. from here. Ba na 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 na. Right. Na na na. Yep. I got exactly. soul, but I'm not a soldier. <laughs> oh boy, do that one at karaoke. They don't know what to do. But do that one. You should see him. You own the karaoke floor on that one. Thanks, baby. Hey, you take care. You too. That's one. I'm going to be like a karaoke coach, I think. You really like karaoke, huh? I do. I Karaoke likes me. What would be your lead-off karaoke song? Let me think. You'd probably start with... Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ding, dang, walla, walla, bing, bang. Ooh, ee, <laughs> just walla. mean. That's just mean and silly, Tom. No, what would you start with for karaoke? I can tell you what my go-to karaoke song is take a serious guess first and then i'll tell you dun, 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 
Dun, dun, dun, dun. Did you do that? Dun, 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 I didn't dun. even know that was an option. <laughs> it's one of the longer cuts. <laughs> um, now, what would be your go-to song? My go-to karaoke song. Like a Prayer by Madonna. Is Yvonne Elman. Okay. If I Can't Have You. All right. That's a good one. Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Okay. That is my go-to karaoke song. Mm -hmm. I've not karaoke-ed many times in my life. Well, we will do that. You know what mine is? My first one? (laughs) Raiders of the Lost Ark. (laughs) 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 Everybody starts cheering. I start running around as if a giant boulder is rolling behind me. They don't have the track, but you just grab the mic and sing that. (laughs) And like another song's playing. Now, do you do the karaoke where you're with a bunch of strangers or you like when you go with your friends and you're in a little private room? You usually get a private room. Yeah. I like the private room. I've done both. Yeah. I like the – because it's only fun if it's your friends. I don't want to hear strangers. And it's even worse when they're good. Then you're just like, okay, so you showed up here. Ringers. You're just really good at karaoke. Yeah. Here, here. Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi, Gil. Hi. Hey, uh, are we doing half hour power? Can you? Do you want to stay for that? Do you have to go? Do you have to be in bed? Sure. Uh, sure. I can do that. All right. Let's wrap this up and do that. What, what do you got for me, bud? Uh, this is Randall from Dallas. And, oh, hey, Randall. Uh, How are you? So, Robert, I'm, I'm doing well. Um, the earlier mention of Robert De Niro made me think uh, Harvey Keitel and Christopher Walken have been caught, have been phoning it in for a while. Yeah, I think that whole crew has been uh, on, on some pretty uh, pretty thin soup coming out of that whole that whole lineup, right? Yeah, it's like, it's like De Niro, Walken, and Keitel are the the Lon Chaney Jr., Boris Karloff, and Bela Lugosi of gangster yeah. movies now. Yeah, it's like when you see them in like a like a, a like when you see some movie and suddenly you see like uh like uh Bella Lugosi in uh running around in what what was he in? What was like one of his late movies? Wasn't he in like uh those Ed Wood movies where you know they would just film stuff and yeah. write some script around it. I mean Corman did the same stuff with Karloff. Harvey Keitel is our Boris Karloff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Randall. I wish I could talk to you more. i got to wrap this thing up. Oh, well, th- thank you for taking my call. I know this is, uh, this is rolled over in a bonus time. You have a great night, buddy. You do the same. Best show. Hi, this is uh, Lee from Fayetteville, Arkansas. What's up, Lee? How you guys doing? I'm doing good. How are you, Gal? Oh, I'm so good. <laughs> also, Gal, of course. Of course. Yeah. What what do you well, what's going on, Chief? Um, I got one for the topic. Let's it's a it. parallel dual choice. Go, whatever. go. Uh, what do you got? It's uh, Foo Fighters and Adam Sandler. Yeah, like Adam Sandler. Yes, there you go. He doesn't even change his like clothes in the movies he's in anymore. He just like shows up <laughs> in what he wore in his house that morning, like his. It's like, yeah, I my like character he's... wears uh, sweatpants and he's wearing just uh, <laughs> I like that he also will do late night in his same yeah. costume slash regular clothes. Yeah. Like there was a picture of him that some dude was like, hey, I look like Adam Sandler. 
and then he invited him to like the premiere of a movie. And like the dude who looked like him was dressed nicer than him <laughs> at the premiere. Adam Sandler was wearing like a college sweatshirt and uh, and just like uh, ski pants. It seemed like he had like ski pants on. Like he did he everything clean. He likes to be clean. comfortable. Yeah. At what point though can we just say like <laughs> comfort is comfort, but you're just dressed like you're like depressed. Like he's dressed <laughs> like he's depressed. Like he just wants to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. How's everybody is that doing? Adam yeah, Sandler. Like it's like the it's the real Adam Sandler because he is like under his breath. You can barely understand what he's saying. He's just like, ah, oh, you know, I guess yeah, I guess do the thing. Yeah, yeah, like that's what he actually sounds like. He's not going happy to be all that stuff. He hasn't do he's done that in twenty years. Now he's just like, yeah, yeah. Sounds like John McCain. All right. Thanks for the call, buddy. Last call. Gail Bennington. Tom Sharpling. Thank you for coming down. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I feel like we got a lot accomplished here. Yeah. I spoke to the vice president, which was a huge honor. Yeah. And you spoke to... uh, Nellie Mackay, and then we had Sabrina from A Giant Dog, and Neil Haggerty called earlier, and uh, yeah, it was a fun show. I'm happy, and I'm putting it in the books. Lock it down. (laughs) Book it. Send it right to the Paley Center. Hall of Fame of Broadcasting. Let's play some music on the way out so people can hear you. Every weekday. Weekdays, noon east, Sirius XM, uh, Raw Dog 99. Mm-hmm. On the show Bennington. The show Bennington. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite shows. If not my favorite show. Oh, that is so kind. That's very sweet. On. I didn't finish. <laughs> you were going to say on Raw Dog, weren't you? On Raw you? Dog. <laughs> <laughs> on Raw Dog 99. Here is something by the Angry Angles. This is on Goner, reissued all the stuff. There's an album, Angry Angles. It's uh, one of uh, Jay Retard's bands, and Goner has put everything back out. I think the album comes out next week. Let's hear something. And we're going to do the Half Hour Power next. See you next week. Bye. (laughs)